It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. The brave and the stupid are back. The what and the what and the what, what, what? I don't know, dude. You put me on the spot. <laughs> Welcome back to Operation Babble, everybody. I am Mike Shrews, and with me always is Tivis. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time, man. Uh, I think I've done more without John than without you <laughs> by now, <laughs> since you've joined us. Um, so John is out on vacation today. And as far as the last, what, three, four weeks? Have we been gone for three or four weeks? Yeah, Two, yeah. Three, Mostly my fault. Three weeks, then. Yeah. All right. So um, with that said, I was sick and then everyone else was out doing other stuff anyways. So I left town twice. <laughs> yeah. In a row. Yeah. So. Uh, but we decided to jump on here, and we are going today to talk about the Suicide Squad from James Gunn, and maybe we'll talk about some other stuff as we progress through the show. Um, so, with that said, Tivis, how you've been for the last few weeks? <laughs> yeah, can't really complain. I got a ton of stuff I watched, but oh yeah, I. I watched a lot of stuff. Um, I was sick for a little bit, and then every uh, I got like a ton of stuff watched during that period of time. So, oh, yeah. and then yeah, a couple uh, of- trying to catch up on everything else has <laughs> been a pain in the butt. I got the the flu a couple of years back. It was only three days, but I watched like all of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Caught up on like two seasons of Walking Dead, the first seasons of Fear. Yeah. <laughs> So I uh, I watched the entire four seasons of uh, Matt LeBlanc's Man with a Plan TV show, um, only to find out, you know, the fourth season was the last season. They just canceled it without giving you a send off and stuff. I was yeah. really into that show. And um, apparently there is a petition already for like Netflix to pick it up and continue it with season yeah. five. So which Netflix is known to do. I'm not sure how well there's they do sitcoms though, because it is a straight up sitcom esque type show. So would you say Arrested Development was a sitcom? Um see, I don't count like the the uh shaky cam or hand cam shows more as sitcoms. I know they are like arrested uh, development, people consider that modern yeah, family um, people consider sitcom the office the office um and uh parks and rec like people consider yeah. those things sitcoms i don't necessarily put them into the sitcom realm myself when i think sitcom i'm thinking three walls and then your your fourth wall is right where the camera's at and we know exactly the pacing and where everybody's going to be at all times because you know, there's only three spots you can sit on the set or something. You're never going to, and everybody loves Raymond. You're never sitting on the one side of the table because that's where the fucking camera is. Even though it's a giant ass table, everyone's squished together on one side. Oh yeah. Uh, that's my idea of a true sitcom. Um, 
so like as far as like the the reality based like shaky cam type shit docu series stuff yeah that's the me, word i was looking for for me i don't consider it sitcom necessarily um even though it has some elements of it in there so yeah uh so yeah i, I watched that and it's actually a pretty fun show it has um uh, uh matt leblanc is the main star of course has kevin nielsen neil neil yeah neil neilin on it is that his name you're neil? asking me and uh stacy keats shows up in there um which if anybody ever watched titus he was the dad from titus i'm just gonna say that one because he's been in so many different things um like escape from new york and yeah i'm just not even gonna go into how much shit he's been in uh so yeah that's that was uh that was my show for the time i watched the all four seasons in a week probably i think i got through those in the week and um along with some rick and morty i watched four seasons of rick and morty over the course of not being on here and then yeah, uh, season five is movie. wrapping up here in a couple weeks i heard that so my son's trying to like get me to watch it with him on the tv like through our cable provider we can go back and watch it and shit but i'm like i'm just gonna wait until it's all out on hbo max and just watch it that way so yeah it was uh it's been fun doing that. I watched Batman and Robin and Batman Forever because uh, I had nothing else to do. With the uh, Kevin Smith commentary? No. Oh. That's the uh, Batman Batman and Robin, um, or the just Batman uh, 60s TV show. He's doing the commentary with uh, Ralph Garman on that. I thought they also did all the movies back when it was uh, Fat Man on Batman. Oh, with that, I'm not sure. I I did not listen to that show way 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 back then. Uh, I know him and Ralph Garman are doing it on um, Hollywood Babylon, uh, mm-hmm. so that they can um, do a show still because they didn't feel comfortable doing their normal show without a live audience. So see how well that works i i listened to a few of them but then i was like i'm not even watching it this doesn't make sense i need to see something too so i'll be good doing that i just picked up the uh batman 60s show to watch and go through with them too so um uh, uh, hopefully that that petition gets someone's interest i know i was sad when the one for last man on earth didn't work with hulu which sucks because you know fox had a large portion of them at the time and now Mm. that disney owns both they still not bringing it back for uh resolving that final cliffhanger i never watched that that was the comedy one like the straight up comedy um and then they found out there were spoilers other men on earth it wasn't just him (laughs) so yeah, I'm real glad I got into that show in season two because that first season is depressing as shit. Yeah. Oh, speaking of a last man on earth, you sent me a trailer for a comic book show that they're dropping. Oh, yeah. Why the last man? Why the last man? Um, So that trailer looks awesome. I can yeah. see the potential of it pissing certain people off because of the way people oh, yeah. are right now. Um, Which is hilarious considering it's almost 20 years old. Yeah, you said it came out in 2002, I think it was. Yeah, yeah it's a uh, it's a uh, Vertigo 
which is an offshoot of DC. Okay. It's where they put stuff they don't want in their superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes also stuff they want in their superhero, like Constantine and Swamp, Swamp. or Man Thing. And stuff. Yeah. Swamp, Swamp Thing, Thing started out yeah. there, and then he moved over to DC. Yeah, um, same with uh, Constantine. Yeah. It's like the characters, they're like, oh, well, these can actually work in our DC universe. We'll, we'll do that. But like uh, Sandman's still not. Yeah, in- Sandman's out there. Um, he he is connected actually. Is he? That's uh, where yeah. When the they got stopped making the uh, Justice Society, uh-huh. uh, they had a little cameo in a Sandman comic, trapped in a small like a tie hourglass world or something okay. like that. Okay. So yeah, but um, yeah the the why why the last man looks awesome. If uh, you guys haven't seen the trailer, I definitely recommend checking it out. I watched it and probably five times after you sent it to me, like in a row. Cause I was like, I need to grasp what is going on here. And then I was like, this is a cool idea. But then I was like, well, how many people is this going to piss off? And then I hit you up and then you were like, well, it's based on the comic. Cause I didn't know it was based on a comic at all. And I was oh, like, yeah, Oh, that it, makes it cooler. It's highly acclaimed. Like, if you get the chance to read this, it's mm. it's definitely on a must read list for yeah. everyone. Well, uh, my must read list now includes Lick It Man that you shared <laughs> with me, uh, and I just need to to read that whole thing. Like, are they going to make was an more? ad for me on Facebook this morning? I'm ad? like, I gotta share this. Well, now we know what type of stuff you're looking up. <laughs> it's a comicsology ad, but yeah, sure. Um, so. What the heck? Come on, Comixology. Oh, I got to sign up for it to open in there. So this uh, Lick It Man, I'm just going to read this real quick. After a radioactive lollipop turns Beaver Sparker into Lick It Man, women all across the globe are empowered with enlightened orgasms, and men have the perfect role model. <laughs> and I'm just going to stop there. Because uh, the rest of it goes into, what is it? Uh, author Camille Car- I Karida, this is why I didn't want to say her name because I can't pronounce it. Creates a hilarious Welcome smart in my world. <laughs> smart and sexy laugh out loud full color 65 page graphic novel beautifully illustrated by Marvel and DC Comics artist Joe Kionis. I think that's his name. This award-winning ebook is a playfully playful and twisted comedic take on the superhero genre combining bald body sexuality tongue-in-cheek humor and tinges of political satire in other words half the plan is gonna hate it and the other half of the plan is gonna bitch about like how grotesque it is (laughs) so i mean dc pretty much set themselves up to have this thing get made so Mm. oh yeah yeah so it's uh because the the guy's costume does look like batman he just has at least from the image I'm looking at here, where Batman's ears would be are up a skirt, so you can't necessarily see that. So we'll see. I'm kind of curious what his whole costume looks like from the front, or if we're just going to see the back of his shoulders the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I um, that's on my reading list now, Tivis. Thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh as far as uh, everything else goes, um, we were going to do a thing with, well, we'll save that. We'll save that for John still. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I watched that 
Oh, I watched the Fear Street movies, the three Fear Street films. Yeah, you were telling me about that. All released out. Um, I watched those. Those are uh, based on R.L. Stein's Fear Street books for people who don't know. Um, I recommend watching these. Uh, I didn't at first. There's there's a uh, uh, a a few people, I should say, um, who do not like these. They are like their their reviews or their comments towards these movies uh, is like it's childish. It's this. It's that. I'm like. They're based off of preteen books like Fear Street was a preteen book. I mean, yeah, there there are some spots in it that are kind of gory. So the sh- the movies yeah. kind of are like, well, where are these supposed to hit? Are they they're not really for adults because we can figure out what's going on after a certain point with a lot of stuff. But then they're not also for kids, even though I let my oldest kid watch them. They're not necessarily for all kids of that age group. I, I kind of got the similar vibes to uh, uh, real scary stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except this, these are gory. <laughs> Pretty gory. I would, I would put this more along the lines of Tales from the Crypt. It's like, all right. Except Tales from the Crypt was more adult too in their storyline. I guess, like, the story isn't childish. It's not a childish story. It's just um, predictive at a certain point. You know, you can see where some stuff is going or like what's happening. But it is kind of like an homage series. And you can, it, it feels like it was going to be like a mini series, possibly. And they were like, well, let's do it in a, as three movies. And they broke it into how they did it, which is pretty cool because I, I would prefer it as the three movies than a show, you know, where it ends every half an hour. And then I'm like, well, fuck you. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend watching it. There's a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but there's several naysayers out there. They're talking crap about them. Like, well, you're also when they were commenting too, I I noticed the dates it was like right after each individual movie I'm like you don't have the whole story yet so you can't really because it was made to be a whole story coming out all at once I think they dropped them once a week for three weeks back to back to back so should have waited till October but yeah that's what I told Nick I was like why didn't they wait till October and lead up to Halloween and then for the Halloween week they could have dropped a really big, like scary movie or something there or, or the kids version of it. Like goosebumps. They didn't even wait till October to drop the fucking, uh, stranger things teaser. They, sh- the new one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just, they dropped one for season four and gave it a release window of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to give me something, anything, for um uh oh what is it uh warrior nun i think is what it was called warrior nun yeah Yeah. warrior nun because they left that on a big cliffhanger and they said that they were doing a second season so i'm like gimme 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 please because i want to see what happens (laughs) uh we've been watching a lot of uh a lot of stuff like Warrior Nun and shit like that. We watched, um, or even, uh, what was the one we watched? Milkshake something or another with, uh, 
with a uh, um Gamora. No, not Gamora. With um Gunpowder Milkshake, I think is what it's called actually. Okay. I'm thinking about it. Let me double check. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Gunpowder Milkshake with uh Karen Gillian Gillen. Uh and Lena Headley Haiti. Dude, there, there's just a bunch of great actresses in this movie. Um, there was an update for Warrior Nun season two a couple weeks back on uh, the 26th. Is there? Yeah. Uh, Simon okay. Barry says that they have begun shooting. Oh, nice. Perfect. They should have had it shot already with the way they ended it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you watched the show or not, but it, it was, I got a bit into it, but I haven't finished it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um Oh, Paul Giamatti is also in uh, Gunpowder Milkshake as well. And uh, as I just recently found out, he is part of the uh, 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 Skull and Bones Society. So he's also in uh, Jungle Cruise, which is a movie I watched. And he'll be president was- next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh- uh, if you like the mummy, I definitely suggest watching Jungle Cruise. Like I got the same exact vibes uh, the, from uh, like the Brendan Fraser version. Okay, I was gonna say the the Tom Cruise one. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> don't waste your time on that piece of shit. Oh, I I don't even think the studio is wasting their and time. And I do on mean it. the movie this time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much caught up. I'm sure I watched a bunch more shit, but I'm just don't i don't remember it all anymore if i don't remember it wasn't noteworthy i guess um man with the plan and fear street were probably the, the top ones that i enjoyed the most rick and morty for me being a, a multiverse person it was okay it wasn't like mind-blowing like a lot of people say it is yeah i i know a lot of people say they're better when you binge them but i don't That's what i, was I think doing they're better that. off as once in a while cartoon like, yeah I, I was taking for me. Breaks. South Park is the pinnacle of adult animation, <laughs> mm. especially lately, because they've been killing it. <laughs> we'll see. I think there's a few. I guess as of right now, maybe for you, I don't really know what is my top tier one for like adult animation like that. Because like, yeah, I don't know. Show. I start thinking of shows, and I'm like, well, that's not necessarily for adults. Like. I loved Uncle Grandpa. I don't know if anyone ever watched that, but I fucking loved it because just visually it looked like you were on an acid trip the entire time. <laughs> I only saw one episode and it was the one that the award show where they brought back a bunch of old Cartoon Network characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about that show, I want I want that to show. I think it might actually be on HBO Max in their Cartoon Network section. I would be shocked if it wasn't. Yeah, I'll check that out later. popular that and Gumball and uh, what was that other one with the bird dude? Uh, Birdman? Uh, 2020 or whatever? No, it was a cartoon. It was like the regular show or something like that. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. I I didn't watch a lot of the cartoons on Cartoon Network like when we were growing up. I just recently started doing them because I, I, uh, I didn't have cable. I was broke people fuck <laughs> dude all of ed and eddie still the best cartoon i've ever watched yeah they're supposed to be doing the live action of that aren't they no no that was a rumor 
Yeah, well, fake news. not even rumor. It was uh, like a joke. Fake news. Knew it. Uh, somebody just right. trying to Everything's rile up the fans. Fake news. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be opposed to it, though. Yeah. As long as the creator came back. But who would they cast? Um, let's not even go down that road right now. <laughs> I don't know that... enough kid actors. <laughs> <laughs> they would cast adults and just de-age them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see that like Shannon Tatum. Uh, <laughs> shit, dude. We went down a hole this weekend of uh, Japanese commercials. And there was one uh-huh. where it's literally just with one guy. And it was a uh, he was like, uh, he had a bunch of kids and they were playing a baseball out in the front yard. But it's literally just him and his face superimposed over all the kids. It was weird as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just do that with. um Um fake doctors the podcast yeah oh yeah the just, promo photo this week the yeah. promo photo this week yeah they just did that with them where it's like jd's face is on a couple of them and then um Tur- uh, Turks, donald donald yeah i know ne- i never remember jd's real name like the actor's zach real braff name. zach braff that's what it is okay sorry zach <laughs> um yeah <laughs> damn it i'm all i'm all like confused now with what we're gonna talk about because <laughs> we've just i just went down this rabbit hole of shit um james gunn james gunn's suicide the suicide squad to be different from suicide squad in 2016 if they make another one do, what word do they add to that a or they just copy squad. a word this time it's just gonna be a suicide squad <laughs> <laughs> Or, um, just Suicide, suicide Squad, Squad three. I don't know. You think DC will try and get a trilogy out of this? Well, at least with Margot Robbie, I'm you sure. Know, who the fuck knows anymore with them? You can't predict what they're gonna do. I think they're just having fun. At a certain point, you just gotta be like, they just they're just having fun. Fuck it. Which I'm like not opposed to because I'm like, we already have too big of a universe being built with Marvel, which I'm perfectly okay with because that's what they set out to do. DC Mm. didn't set out to do that ever necessarily. I I don't think that was a setup. They they weren't thinking about it when they did Man of Steel, you know, They, they that was all just. Snyder wanted to fuck around with Batman and they wouldn't give him a Batman film. So he's like, well, I'm going to write Batman into the next one. And then they're like, well, we're going to do a Wonder Woman. So let's write her into it too, last minute where it makes no fucking sense. And she should have won. Did you hear his recent interview with that? Um, He said, uh, I don't know if it was him or someone else. Mm. It might have been Jeff Johns for all I know. Uh, They were talking about the diminishing returns and how sequels hardly ever make as much. So they're like, well, instead of doing a sequel, let's just throw in Batman and make an entire new film. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all they were doing. It was just like, well, let's add on another character here. And then you get to, um, did Aquaman come out before or after justice league after, after. So yeah, it was just like, here, let's throw all these guys in. Then we'll give them each spinoffs where it's like, where Marvel was like, Solo, 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 boom. And then they work their way into it. Um, 
But even yeah, Marvel had some rushed shit. Like ca- the first Captain America movie felt really rushed at certain points. So I'm not saying it was a bad movie, but I'm just saying that it felt it feels rushed feeling. if you if you go back and watch it. I know a lot it. of people feel that way about Iron Man too, but I'm a War Machine fan, so that's going to be in my top really? five forever. So <laughs> I don't get that with dude. I don't understand the hate on some of these like Marvel like. Iron Man 2 gets hate. Thor 2 gets hate. There's some people that don't even like Thor 1. They think it's a piece of shit. I'm like, are you guys not watching these movies? Or like, where are you? The first Thor movie was a fucking do like, you, play, basically. Do you hate love stories that take place over a weekend? <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. Uh, speaking of DC, though, did you hear there, uh, you know, that... Uh, producer i think again i think it was jeff johns but uh-huh. uh, their names blend together after a while one of their executive producers on everything he wrote like green lantern uh <laughs> at least i think it was green lantern <laughs> might have been the batman trilogy i'm uh-huh. having trouble with my memory it was a couple weeks ago now <laughs> but uh he's talking about why uh marvel is killing it over dc and he's like well it's because they have continuity and we don't mm. like yeah well, they've you also don't have, have a central voice. You need a, you need your own Feige. Yeah, it, but the thing is, too, Feige has been with Marvel for like almost ever <laughs> since they've started doing. Like, he was with them when they did their '90s run of fucking Marvel movies with mm. Blade and the X Men and all that shit. Catwoman, for Pete's sake, like or no, not Catwoman. That was DC. Um, nice Starro. Uh, oh. What was it? The Daredevil and Electra yeah. and shit like that. Like Feige's name is on all of those. It may not be like the top guy, but he's been with them. So he's like been watching like what works, what doesn't work and shit like that. And then he's like, well, let's build a fucking universe. The comics do it. Why not? Um, with DC, it seems they have some issues doing so of course they need one voice which a lot of people it's the same problem star wars has right now yeah yeah um but a lot of people think that snyder was that voice uh because he was like i i don't get that because i wouldn't want snyder to do every fucking thing you know for dc there's a couple characters would be kind of cool to see him fuck with but like not some like superman should not have been a snyder movie (laughs) The cat just jumped on your back, huh? Yep. <laughs> All I see was a tail. <laughs> I got a nice claw on my back. But yeah, um, with DC though, where we saw the su- uh, it, Suicide Squad in 2016 by David Ayer, which he's saying isn't his fucking movie now. So uh, release the Erica, I guess. Which we um, kind of knew for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because that was edited by like a trailer house too, which mm-hmm. you shouldn't do that for a full movie. But anyways, um, so that came out and then what is it? Birds of Prey is a sequel-ish is after <laughs> your cat's like all up in your shit. <laughs> Birds of Prey was the sequel to Suicide Squad for Harley Quinn anyways. Um, because she mentions the events in that movie, so you know it. And then this movie comes, you said it's like five years after the Harley Quinn movie, 
uh, yeah, about five. Goddamn cat. Cat's moving everything on him. Yeah, because uh, Suicide Squad was 2016, and they said this movie takes place in 21. So yeah. So that's oh, so that's five years after Suicide no. Squad, then not Birds of Prey. She almost. We don't know uh, how Birds we, of Prey takes place immediately after Suicide Squad. Does it though? No. Like, why would he help break her out if he was just going to break up with her? I don't think it takes place immediately after Suicide Squad. This is according to DC. Well, DC's stupid and doesn't pay attention because they also show a wanted sign for uh, Captain Boomerang in the police station. I'm like, dude's already in jail. Maybe they just didn't take it down. Especially if that is right after Suicide Squad. We know he's still in jail. (laughs) Like, Unless the Joker broke all of them out, which I doubt it because he doesn't do that. Um... Yeah, so moving on to now James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie in 2021, which takes place in 2021. I want to point out that yeah. before she left, she tried to take my Starro figure. <laughs> the cat? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, so do you want to start off with uh, su- The Suicide Squad movie by James Gunn? That's shit director of guardians of the galaxy (laughs) as everything fucking says for it and super and slither super is a good movie i like that i yeah i enjoy that too. did he direct bright house or not bright house uh brightburn sorry the Uh, evil superman movie basically i don't remember if he directed it but i know he worked on it he wrote it he wrote it that's what it is okay yeah because uh Michael Rooker oh, no. shows up in there. He produced it. It was written by Brian and Mark Gunn. Okay. David Yaroveski is the director. Got it. That's a good one if you haven't watched that one. I, I suggest watching that. If you like a little darker stuff. And not like Snyder dark, but like dark shit. <laughs> uh so yeah, this film opens up with uh, Jesus. You 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 get introduced to the Task Force X. You know Rick Flag's team. Uh, they bring on uh, Savannah. I think even, his bro. name Savant. Oh. Savant. 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 Um, which I recognized as Michael Rooker immediately, but my wife did not because the I'm hair weird like that. <laughs> How could you not recognize him? That's what I said. I'm like, that's Yondu. Like, no, very I don't dis- think so. Like, you could tell who he is in everything. But my wife is the same way. Like, she was like, who is he? He looks familiar. I was like, it's Yondu. So, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that's how I had to get it. Because she doesn't know actors' names that well. So, I was just like, it's well, Yondu. It, it, <laughs> the same thing happened with Stranger Things. Because uh, they had a... Uh, uh, Oh my God, Gary, Gary, shit! He was on Impractical Jokers. He goes rogue and throws the cup in Sal's face. Oh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey, thank you. I had his name and then I forgot his last name. Yeah, like seconds. Uh, His son is on that show, and I'm like, he looks just like Gary Busey. She's like, no, no, he don't. So I looked it up. It's his son. I'm like, yes, it does. This is every time. It's um, it's um, uh, what is his son's name? That one. I, I know who you're talking about because he's in uh, 
um, Frighteners, which is like one of my favorite movies. Jake Busey. Mm -hmm. Or is it The Kid? No, I think it's Jake. Okay. It's whichever well, one was, was living a, in their car for a while. He was an adult, right? Yeah. 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 It's Jake Busey. And he's freaking awesome. He's in Starship Troopers and shit like that. So, I mean. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Shit. I need to rewatch those. But uh, I love Jake Busey. He's a, He's got this, just the swagger to him. He kind of reminds me of the guy um, from Deadpool. That they were like trying to cancel. Uh, TJ Miller. They kind of remind me of each other a little bit. He dies in Transformers in a dumb way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a stupid way. But he deserved it. He called the. <laughs> he called on them. <laughs> That's how they try and justify it. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Um. But yeah, T.J. Miller and Jake Busey kind of remind me of each other. Anyways, moving on with the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, we open up with Savant. Like, you don't open up with anyone else. You just open up with him in his cell, bro. And he kills a fucking bird, like, instantly. I'm like, okay, I don't give a shit about this guy, because, like... This movie hates birds. It truly does. I said I that think, I said I that think to Gunn Nick. has a bird phobia or something. <laughs> I said that to Nick. I was like, I think Gunn hates birds because <laughs> of what they do later. But yeah, we, we open up with Savant and then they do the whole they, they jump through the Suicide Squad, like explaining what the fuck task for task force. Yeah, a quick X summary is. of the first film. Yeah, a very quick summary. You know, We've you get a bomb the in your head. You go on a mission. You get 10 years off your sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you're in there for forever, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, then you're just out having fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then they introduced the whole team. You got, uh, what was it, Weasel with this team, the first whole first uh, team. TDK. TDK, which is... Uh, 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 Mongal. Uh, uh, Nathan Fillion is TDK. Yeah, yeah. and um, I don't... Yeah think tdk actually exists in the comics in the comics he's called arm fall off boy is that what it is i'm pretty sure the detachable kid there might be two people with the same name uh, same power because you know comics and they rip off each other all the time yeah i know in the comics he doesn't necessarily have the power they show in uh yeah yep no, nope, here it is. Uh, arm fall off boy, later known as Splitter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So his power is just take off his arm and beat you with it. But <laughs> they give it a little extra in this one, which was fun to watch. Uh, it was weird. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, would... Mongal, uh, Javelin, who will be somewhat important. Mm hmm. Uh, who plays Javelin? Who who was that? Flula that Borg. That was uh, Flula Borg. I didn't recognize him. Oh, Pitch Perfect. That's what it was. Then we got uh, Blackguard mm -hmm. by that uh, insufferable dude from SNL, Pete Davidson. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you already said Weasel. Weasel. And then returning, we have... 
Captain Boomerang, which is played by Jai Captain Courtney, Boomerang. is the only one that returns to the cast besides, uh, besides Flag and, and Harley. Rick Flag. Yeah. Um, which uh, Joel Kinnaman is fucking awesome. I love him. Uh, and Harley Quinn is Harley Quinn. Yeah. They, uh, she they, gets arrested for allegedly something stupid. Fucking hell. Like she, she's the last one to get into the copter and boomerangs like, Oh, Harley, how'd you get it back in jail or whatever? In this fucking weird accent. What is he? Australian? He's supposed to be Australian. Yeah. He, Captain boomerang. He's Australian. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I can't do an Australian accent. And then, uh, she, um, she's like, Oh, I got arrested for driving crazy or some bullshit. I'm like, wow, that that's what took down Harley Quinn. Right. She didn't just beat the fuck out of the cops and walk away. (laughs) As we've seen in birds of prey, like she doesn't give two shits. If the cops are chasing her, she literally breaks into the cops precinct in birds of prey. Like (laughs) how did they arrest her like that? At least before it was Batman who arrested their ass for the first Suicide Squad movie. Uh, no word on what happened to the kid after Birds of Prey, but, you know, five yeah. years, maybe she went on to do her own crimes. <laughs> well, she was. Uh, um, What was her name? Because um, everybody was pissed off. She was. Uh, oh, fucking hell. Anyways, keep going. I'm going to remember this. Yeah, so uh, they get on the copter to go do it. An incredibly hard mission. They're talking about, you know, we got we get the James Gunn, what James Gunn is good at. The banter, the dialogue in this movie is great. Mm. He's oh, I, I've always think he's been that's his strongest attribute when writing. Yeah, Uh and Cassandra probably Kane. why I Sorry. love the Scooby-Doo so much. What was that? Cassandra Kane was the girl's name. So she's the one who grew, she ends up being like Batgirl eventually, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, if I'm, um, Bat, no. No, she's Batgirl. Fourth, the fourth Batgirl, it says here, apparently. She gets another alias later on. I forget what it is, though. Black Bat, Kasumi, yes, that's it. and something else. Uh, So... I mean, five years from then, how old was she supposed to be there? Like 15? So she'd probably be 20 now. Yeah. So, so maybe she's been taken in by Bruce. Who knows? Maybe she's the Batgirl in the Batgirl movie. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, because that girl's not Asian. Well, geez, be racist much, Tibbs. <laughs> I'm just saying there's some inconsistencies. <laughs> I don't know who they have playing Batgirl actually in the Batgirl movie. I didn't know it was already cast. Yeah, I could look it up real quick, but yeah, they're on the copter. You get some cool banter. They try to figure out what the fuck Weasel is. Uh, Pete Davidson thinks he's a werewolf and freaks the fuck out because he's next yeah, to him. Which they put all that in the trailer too. Yeah, I didn't watch many of the trailers because, I mean, they practically showed... if. Anyone who watched all the trailers, you've already seen the entire film. They put all the good jokes in the trailers. Um, yeah. Leslie so. Grace. Leslie Grace. Okay. Is Batwoman or Batgirl. I don't know who what she looks like. Let's see. Uh, Ed, we find out that Weasel may not have volunteered for this. 
Yeah. And then uh, it's the stupidest thing because, like, we all know Weasel is played by um, the other gun, uh, Sean Gun. Yeah, Sean uh, Gun. So, like, Flag is like, oh, he's not dangerous. And then he's like, well, besides the fact that he, like, killed 25 killed 27 kids, kids or yeah. 27 kids, I was like, Wait, wait, he he's just a child killer. Basically, he's like fucking Freddy, except he's a weasel. <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, and we're just letting him run around and yeah. I was just like, what the fuck is he going to do? He's killed kids. These people have guns. <laughs> they don't really show any of his powers, you know. They don't show what he can do or anything like that. I think that. he's just a literal mutated weasel. <laughs> yeah. I think he's like a retarded rocket. <laughs> <laughs> if people can't so, hear Tibbis was laughing <laughs> he, but he so moved away from his they mic get, <laughs> they get to the uh, their objective which is a beach and they drop into the water and again this is one of those parts where gun shines with the dialogue and his writing style turns out weasel doesn't know how to swim and yeah. no one bothered to check on that. And I think that that adds a lot of like relatability to the world. Like the fact that task, you know, Waller and her team fuck something up because they just forgot to check something. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, did they question everybody if they could swim and just not ask him? Because at that point it's like some people just can't swim. <laughs> well, there's something else they didn't check on later on we'll get to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, they the weasel basically fucking drowns. Savant tries to save yeah. him but... First casualty right off the bat. Yeah. Within ten, like less than 10 minutes. Um, And then they all just basically try and storm the beach uh, uh, dickhead uh blondie what's his name in the in the pete davis <laughs> pete davis yeah i don't blackguard. remember blackguard blackguard okay yeah okay so blackguard basically so this is this got me fucked up and then i questioned it to nikki too he gets up on the beach and just like puts his hands up and he's like hey it's me i'm the one who told you about everything and and like they're yelling at him to get the fuck down I'm like, is anyone listening to what he's saying? Because Waller should have blown his fucking head off like instantly. Well, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, he uh, apparently sold the team out to the military of this island. Yeah. Who then repay him by blowing his face off. Yeah, they kill him. But I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Waller should have fucking blew his head off to show the stakes of, you know, Hey, you you fucked us over. Like, what was his plan? Even if the people like didn't kill him, he was gonna get his head fucking blown off. I'm like, that's not a very well thought out plan. You have a bomb in your head, you dumb fuck. Well, it's like KG Beast from the first one. They just don't, you know. Some of them don't take the threat serious. It's so stupid. Like in the first one, though, like they didn't believe that they were actually like boomerang was like oh these are fake things just to fuck with our heads and shit like i've watched the first one many a time so <laughs> i remember that um but in this I, one i'm just it, like everybody knows that they'll get killed like they know it by now you know, i mean if the character is anything like the real pete he might just be st- 
Mm. I'm being mean on him. I can't help it though. He's annoying. <laughs> um, but yeah, Blackguard Waller should just blown this head off like instantly. Bad. There was no way he should have even been able to keep walking on the beach. We'll we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Also, though. wait, uh, didn't in the first one Flag had the ability to blow them up too? They he didn't have that ability in this one. No, and they got smarter with it too. It's not on an iPad where you could accidentally, you know, push your a thumb twitch. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But then I, I'm like, well. Uh, events that happen later in the movie it would have been beneficial for flag to be able to boom and blow some people's heads off um, yeah but I, I meant specifically like waller yeah 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 she did it's not some samsung we'll get into some other shit with tablet. her too because of some stuff that happened in the previous movie as well yeah um but again, I think they were trying to get far away from the previous movie too with some of the character shit yeah but we'll see uh, uh, but so yeah, then, you know, ahead. fallout war breaks out between them and this military and, you know, well, uh, we find out TDK stands for the detachable kid, which his arms can pop off and go and attack people from afar, which as you can guess is useless because all of your power comes from your body momentum. <laughs> so which it's just they, over there, like slapping they them do and grabbing show their him faces, moving. They show him moving his body like he still has to literally move to get the, the punches and shit in. But I mean, literally, uh, the only people who do anything is Mongal and Boomerang and everyone else is just yeah. fucking useless. And I think, well, Mongal doesn't even it? get to do anything. She she grabs a helicopter and brings it down onto a bunch of people. Uh, yeah, I guess that's... including Boomerang. Yeah, that was sad for me because catches fire because they show like a, a small little relationship between him and uh, Harley at first. And he got a better looking suit, man, His he actually got a better suit. And but uh, hey, now that he's dead, they set it up for uh, Black Lanterns in the future because he is a Black Lantern. <laughs> yeah, they're never going to do that, but I can wish we'll think. I just I, I like Jai Courtney too. <laughs> Not a lot of people do. So <laughs> the uh the the Australian YouTuber I follow, Mr. Sunday, was extremely broken up that their national hero is gone in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be national villain? <laughs> uh but uh yeah, I forget who it was, whether it was Harley or Savant, but they look at flag and they're like this team is useless. I just I didn't pick the team. So uh, Savant Savant says yeah, that I think it who is freaks out, swims in the water, gets their head blown off. Basically, everyone is dead except for Flag and Harley. Yeah. By the end of this, and then we get a flashback to the back uh, to the past where we meet uh, Bloodsport and find mm-hmm. out this is the real team we're going to be following and that the other team was a distraction which means they weren't necessarily a distraction i think she just sent two teams just in case one got fucked up i no, think that's she what specifically it was. calls them a distraction well which is i think that's so because, fucked up for flag yeah it's really fucked up for flag especially because he's not even a, a prisoner he's the, he's the one that's not a prisoner in this whole but thing she probably was aware of you know his uh, what he would do later on in the film which yeah 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 that's true 
but she purposely picks some of the most useless people to be and she uh, this is my theory she allowed blackguard to contact this military so that they would all you know focus on them Ooh, i got an idea what if she purposefully sent what if she knew blackguard was already contacting the people Mm -hmm. that's why she doesn't kill him right away so that's what I was thinking. So she purposely sent them there because of the previous movie flag boomerang and Harley were all in the same squad together. And they were the ones who kind of fucked her over in the first movie or tried yeah. to. Maybe she was just Even trying was to get her own backlash. Fault things went bad. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> that's was her just trying to get back at them for going rogue and shit. Yeah. From the first movie. No, that's 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 good. That's Head good. Cannon. Boom. <laughs> I could end with her, you know, we find out that some of the story elements in here need headcanon, just so we're clear. Well, (laughs) it's well within the range of her, too, because like I was going to get into with Bloodsport, she she only gets him to join because she threatens to kill his uh, 16 year old daughter. Yeah. (laughs) And her team is like, you're not seriously going to do that, right? She's like, you have no idea what I would do. Doesn't she do something similar to uh, it's okay. So this is the exact same origin as Deadshot from yeah. the first one. It's because Idris was except, supposed to replace Will Smith, but then they decided Will oh, Smith and Deadshot's daughter wasn't like a criminal. She no. wasn't up for going in the jail. She was just there, and he was always trying to see her. So, but it, this is this is rumor, but it fits. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say it anyway. Uh, well, this is fact. Idris was originally hired to be Deadshot, and then the studio execs were like, well, what if we want Will Smith to come back one day? Right. So they changed it to Bloodsport. They didn't change anything else because they're like, who cares? <laughs> Which doesn't make sense, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. And they they actually incorporate that into the story a bit with uh, when Bloodsport meets Peacemaker John Cena. Mm. Uh, he's like, well... I thought you said we were all unique. He just does what I do. Yeah. So it's like all these characters are kind of copying each other a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. archetypes. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah. You could really tell it was that, uh, that they, I guess not just say that you can tell that they just swapped out the characters, mm-hmm. left the same oh, yeah. story arc. But, um, I don't know. I find it kind of fucked up that it's always the black guy who's the bad dad <laughs> in these movies. Like, fuck you, DC. <laughs> like, that's really, that's a fucked up thing, man. Just saying. I mean, you don't see like Harley, like she, you know, abandoned her kid or something and <laughs> for a life of crime. Well, we don't know what she did with her teenager she adopted. <laughs> eh, maybe she sold her off. <laughs> maybe the teenager rose up and became the new Harley Quinn for the Joker boom uh, an Asian Harley Quinn for Joker there you go uh, well, uh, when we, get, <laughs> we meet uh, uh, fuck uh oh Davis is lost no right, so we we're on Blood the Sport. beach we, uh, oh yeah you meet Bloodsport you meet uh, John Cena who is Peacemaker yeah. Um, and then you go off to <clears throat> walk around the prison. I think they go to 
rat catcher catcher too which he's like where's rat catcher what which is hilarious because there's a i love the fact that they call her rat catcher too yeah yeah because you know there's a lot of minor villains and heroes who have their mantle passed on multiple times Mm -hmm. like a blue beetle there's been three of those i believe yeah uh it, what's her i know we see this is later in the movie that we see her dad but was that takawatiti yes okay i thought so yes yeah um uh, i mean you know korg <laughs> <laughs> uh we meet king shark who's pretending to read yeah i'll say that which uh, is played by um well i don't know who the uh, the person who's visually there but the voice is sylvester stallone mm. Which I was like, because I saw him in the credits and I was like, at the beginning credits, so I was like looking out for him and I was like, where is he? And it took me like halfway through the movie to realize, oh, it's King Shark. That's Stallone. <laughs> Which they don't ever call, I don't think they call him King Shark in the movie. They no, call they, him yeah, uh, way Nan, or something. Nanue or Nanue, Nanue Nan. or some shit like that. Yeah, you're right. It starts with an N. I, I thought it began with a Y. Nanue. Yeah uh he's an ancient shark god mm. uh who may or may not be smart it's pretty vague uh he does a lot of stupid stuff but then there's like surprising moments where he picks up another language like instantly and it's like yeah. how yeah uh that's well, kind of like they, man. Do that, they do that shit with harley like she's fucking crazy all the time but then every movie she'll have like that moment where she's like the psychologist again and like spews out some shit like they did uh, it like pe- three or four times in the Birds of Prey movie. I think they do that like twice in this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, especially when she gives the big speech after uh, the Fidel Castro yeah, guy. That, that <laughs> I'm was, just uh, calling him that. I don't know what his name was. <laughs> uh, that 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 scene, you know, it's later on in the movie, but it it showed a lot of character growth for yeah. the. You know, her it reminded me of a scene from Birds of Prey, like because that's how mm-hmm. she acted more in that film. Yeah. Um but yeah, anyways, uh then we meet Polka Dot uh, Man who gets Polka made Dot fun Man. of by Calendar Man, who I'm shocked was in this film, played <laughs> by Sean Gunn himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh that was funny. And then um yeah, I think Polka Dot Man's the last one we see, right? He's yeah, the last and then the they're team. in the uh, the mission briefing where yeah, Ratcatcher doesn't recognize an overhead projector. King Shark points at his hand, and uh, Polka Dot Man just wants to die. Well, I mean, the that wasn't this. Was that was that an overhead projector? Yeah, yeah. She points. He's like, "What's that?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We used to use those so, in math class all the time, people and millennials. <laughs> You're a millennial, <laughs> dumbass. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> We're, i'm gen y fuck off with that millennial bullshit <laughs> my sister's gen z so you know i'll hope for the world is gone uh <laughs> <laughs> i hope she listens to this <laughs> oh i bet we pick on her all the time some of my family does we're not just mean to her we do it to all of you or each other so that's called being family um yeah but yeah so then we do the debriefing shit and we see king shark be a little you mean briefing debriefing oh, yeah briefing yeah <laughs> uh and uh king shark does this stupid little 
And <laughs> <laughs> which was in the trailer again. Yeah. Uh, but the mission is infiltrate the island and go to this building. Mm-hmm. Which the island is what do they call it? It's made up. Um, I don't know if yeah, it's, it's made like, up for like DC. I'm not sure if it's in the DC universe. Uh, uh, I can't remember. So I'm just going to look it up. Suicide Squad. Uh, Mal- Maltese? Mal- Corto Maltese, yes. Yes. After its government is overthrown by an anti-American regime. Okay. Um, so Corto Maltese, yeah, which a small I'm, island off the coast of South America. Yeah. So I'm assuming they just, they did that so they wouldn't piss anybody off specifically and the uh the beaches were apparently filmed in a it took up an entire uh parking lot of a business really well i guess they probably just green screened half most of it and Mm -hmm. sand and everything threw the sand up yeah i can see that um so yeah then we get them to the island of jumps back what did you think about them jumping back and forth through time in this movie I didn't mind it. I actually, you know, in the Marvel movies lately, I mean, it started with Spider-Man with that horrible black screen. And then it carried over into like Infinity War and stuff where they have, you know, the location and stuff, words at the bottom that are hard to read. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that they did that in this film, but it was kind of part of the scenery. The transitions were real nice. Yeah, I I enjoyed those, Um, which I think he did that in Guardians, didn't he? Or maybe um, I'm, no, he didn't. No, 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 but it might be in volume three. Probably, probably testing it out. <laughs> Tell Marvel, hey, we can do it for this much. It won't cost that much at all. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the narrative. It, it again, it reminded me of Birds of Prey because they do that time switching back and forth in Birds of Prey. Yeah. A couple times to uh, explain characters or to move the story along because you're confused. Like why is Harley in the police station now? And Oh, okay. Now she's explaining why. So, um, yeah, I, I did not hate it, uh, as much as I felt like I was hating that aspect of it. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, on. yeah, we're, then we're on the Island now, Corto Maltese. I think that's when we cut to, uh, Rick flag being uh, captured and uh, Harley falling or being thrown into a pit. Harley gets captured by the core of the Maltese people. And yeah, wasn't she put in a pit though? Until yeah, they she came was, together. She was thrown into some crazy pit. I think because they knew how crazy she was um, because <laughs> it seems like everybody there knows her. So they were like, yeah, we're just going to well, put you in a fucking pit. She was part of the pit. team that was outed by a black guard yeah but i forgot his name already black guard yeah pete Blonde, davidson La blondie um robert is his real name so dick she gets put in there and then he gets picked up by another group of people with guns that we don't we assume is yeah. the core of the maltese people um which then uh waller contacts Bloodsport and is like hey you should go probably rescue rick flag uh not till later not till a little bit later um that comes after King Shark tries to eat Ratcatcher too. Yep. <laughs> and uh, 
Uh, and we see Polka Dot Man like uh, s- swell up and spew out polka dots and all that shit, which I mean, a yeah, lot of oh, this yeah, is he's just gotta- character development of these characters because we don't really know them. And yeah, he starts getting like all glowy yeah. and shit. And they're like, what is wrong with these? Like, it's a virus. Yeah. So is it contagious. <laughs> so they break through with all that shit. Like they they they're trying to show you these characters, this group of characters trying to give them a little bit of a development because you're going to be with them for the next two hours. Fucking hell. This movie was long because um, it was two hours in like 20 minutes or 12 minutes or some shit like that. Uh, yeah yeah so 132 minutes so yeah so uh they, they, that's basically what this is and you, you get to see john cena and his tidy whiteies which by the way people if you ever watch wrestling that is not john cena's schlong so uh don't believe the hype <laughs> also I'm, keep in mind that he once shit himself in a wrestling match Mm, that's why he started wearing jorts all the time huh <laughs> i think it was while he was wearing those and that's why it was hidden so well oh i believe yeah. it was a match with cm punk that it happened but it, CM it punk is a common thing shit himself. So. that's because cm punk's badass <laughs> <laughs> it actually happens to wrestlers more than you think and it's terrible and sad but it, moving on <laughs> Imagine if Rikishi did it right when he was doing oh, stink face, <laughs> stink face, literal stink face. Like you got to be a hell of a person to just sit in the corner and let Rikishi rub his sweaty fucking ass on your face after he's been wrestling for like 20 minutes. <laughs> You'd rather join the Vince McMahon kiss my ass club. Yeah, at least, you know, that's a little clean. <laughs> er. Oh, mm. <laughs> You don't know what you'll catch, but uh, I'm starting to get herpes on my lips. I'm not sure what this is from. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, King Shark tries to eat rat catcher. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then they they freak out. You know, uh, Bloodsport starts shooting him. He's like, dude, what the fuck? And rat catcher's like, oh, he wouldn't do that. And her rat. Oh, the entire time she's got a rat. Yeah. Well, I think it was a cool thing to see. Bloodsport shooting him and it really mm-hmm. not hurting him, yeah, affecting him. He's a literal god. Because yeah, well they it also sets this up movie, for later. Least. It sets up for later, like basically anything can fucking happen to him, which mm-hmm. is cool, I think, because if spoilers, they did not kill King Shark in this movie. And if they would have, I would have thrown something at James Gunn. <laughs> I think he would have just came back. I don't think he's got a bomb in his head. I think they just asked him to do this and he's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. King Shark is a mystery. He doesn't have a neck though. They wouldn't be able to put like, which is, which is important for later into the film. Right. It's like, but for King Shark, like, like bullets can barely penetrate them. A fucking needle's gonna penetrate them to put something in his spine, and they don't have the normal spine like we do. Like Weasel, yeah, I can see that because he's more humanoid. But King Shark, like, he's not that humanoid. Yeah, he's a shark with hands and feet. <laughs> that's that's about it. I do not he, like though he's this, an enigma. This trend, <laughs> this trend of making King Shark 
dumb. They yeah, did it in the he's Harley not dumb Quinn, in the comics. In, in the Harley Usually. Quinn TV show too, they made him kind of stupid as mm-hmm. well. And I'm like, why? Why are we making King Shark dumb all the time? Like, and some so, people are mad that he's not a hammerhead, which they chose not to do because it's harder to animate. Yeah, which. Uh, that only happened recent. He's been a great white longer. So shut yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I was going to say he's I've I've never even seen him as a hammerhead. Yeah, it was the new 52 shit. Oh, I have I have not read any new 52 probably at all. Uh, for those who don't know, that's the reboot that happened in 2011. DC is constantly rebooting their characters. It doesn't matter. Jeez, uh, Tivis, tell him what you really think. <laughs> Just give it a quick summary. I don't want to spend too much time boring people with the history of DC publication and their weird ass attempt to make things fit and then forgetting to do that and then trying to get in. Speaking of publication, too, which I find interesting with them keeping on trying to do these Suicide Squad movies, Suicide Squad, the comic is not Mm -hmm. a massive seller like so it goes up and down. And the original one isn't even about villains. Did you know that? The original like Task Force Force X, uh, for uh, the original the Suicide, Squad Suicide Squad was like Squad. a a bunch of uh, soldiers who all you know, like if they were to make this movie today, it would be a fascinating look at like PTSD and stuff. But mm-hmm. instead, they chose the villains. Yeah, I mean, most of them are Batman's rogue villains, so it's like they're they're the best villains. Like, Which, why not do movies I about have Batman's a villains with uh? I want to go back to Bloodsport here in a second, but I have a problem with James Gunn saying he picked the dumbest villains because I don't see Condiment King or uh, Quilt Man in this. Yeah, I was thinking that Condiment King was going to be in this. Like, I I truly thought we were going to see, like, ketchup and mustard everywhere. (laughs) But we saw Calendar Man, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm sorry, but. Polka Dot Man in this, anyways, is badass. Like, fuck off. He's not a dumb v- villain. In the, he's not dumb in this at all. No. He's pretty badass, man. Like, not as terrifying as his Marvel counter- counterpart, the Dot. Mm. Uh, now, in the comics, from what I remember, Polka Dot Man, because I don't know how much they've changed him throughout the years, but originally, mm-hmm. though, it was just the dots on his suit he could use. Yeah, now, I think it's pretty much the same. Is his power in the comics what they did for him in the movie? Where he can just I'm shoot not, a shitload of them out? Because if not, that's a really cool thing that they should integrate into the comics. Because it would make him badass. And I'd start reading like just a Polka Dot Man comic at that point. <laughs> like, fucking hell. And the backstory with his mom that they gave him in this. I was like, hell yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I, I really like that. It's like some Norman Bates shit going on there. <laughs> There's a DC character called the Polka Dot Bandit. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, Abner Krill. Let's see. Powers. Not listed. You're not helpful. <laughs> I Yeah. As far as I know, I have not seen... Mm. Uh, or I'm sorry. I have not read... A newer one, but I believe it's just he takes the polka dots off of his costume and throws them. Still, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's so. what I remember from him when I when they actually used him. 
because it mm. was just supposed to be a stupid little thing. But with the powers they give him in this, I'm like, fuck, he could kill Superman, dude. Like, which going back to uh, uh, Bloodsport, a lot of people are upset over the line mm. in the trailer and the reason he's in jail for putting Superman in the ICU. Mm. That actually fucking happens in the comics. Yes. Yes. Superman has been to the hospital. He might be strong and uh, highly invulnerable, but he is not I invincible. Think, I think what people were were <laughs> comparing it to is because Superman, Batman did the fight and Batman was using all that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, in that fight, Batman didn't use kryptonite bullets. Yeah. So. I mean, he used, he used a gas, gas kryptonite, and that was effective. Right. He used the gas to weaken him so he could beat the shit out of him. What he should have done was use the gas and then shot him in the head with a real gun. But Batman doesn't do that. Well, at least according to a lot of people, Batman not unless do you're that. a security guard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did not have an issue with that. So what he put put him in the ICU. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm, did anybody did, out there watch you get a uh, Hancock? Stick from a tree and put an enchantment on it. You could beat Superman to death. Yeah. He's not as strong as everyone seems to think he is. No, he has weaknesses, and I think that was one of the better a lot things more that than they just a rock. I, I think that was one of the better things that they did when they wrote Superman and evolved like his him and shit like that. Is they gave yeah. him weakness. Yes, every comic he has a new fucking power, but they also give him weakness. <laughs> They stopped doing that a while ago. Did they? <laughs> Thank God. Uh, it got weird when he was able to mold his face to look like anyone. Oh, uh, that was a power? In the Golden Age Superman, yeah. Golden Age Superman is a literal god. Oi. Oi. Okay. Uh, getting back to the film, though. <laughs> so, no, we're in Corte Maltese. Everybody's there. Uh, they explain their fucking powers, basically. Um, uh, King Shark tries to eat Ratch Catcher. Yeah. She doesn't believe that it happened until a rat says so. And she's like, hey, you son of a bitch. Yeah. And but then she becomes friends with him. And she's like, I'll be your friend. Yeah. I'll be your. Which I thought was going to come back towards the end of the film where she's like, you don't eat your friends. Uh huh. Didn't come back. I was sad about that. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it was basically a play on uh, Finding Nemo. Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't catch that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> then we get an idea you know, the shot that. of uh, Cena in his whitey tighties, which he then calls Bloodsport a racist. He does? Yeah. He goes, dude, whitey tighties. Oh, yeah. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tidy whiteies. Uh, oh, um, the backstory we skipped over for Cena or uh, Peacemaker is his dad trained him to be a killer from the moment he was able to, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, he's, so he had a fuck. All of these people ended up having fucked up childhoods. <laughs> there's there's a lot of villains from the Batman verse that are like just trained killers. I'm like from like young ages, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Batman didn't start learning until he was what 18, 19. <laughs> How are they not killing him? Shoot him in his fucking jaw. <laughs> like he was trained by one of the best British spies. Don't care. 
He has eye holes. Shoot him in the fucking eye if you're such a trained shooter. Come on, man. In later issues, he's got those white lenses over his eyes. Yeah. Then he becomes Deadpool. Um. <laughs> Which, speaking of, this movie does take a lot of cues from Deadpool, I felt. Like, I have not yeah. seen Deadpool 2, but the first Deadpool, I got a, from what other people have said, it's the both those movies are similar vibe. They they are because, at least for Deadpool, the first one will go, will go with that. It's like, there's a lot of comedy, but then you have some several serious fucking mm-hmm. moments and then more comedy. So uh, my buddy told me like the opening scene to this is pretty similar to Deadpool 2. <laughs> In a way, I guess. Yeah. 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 I, I, I should watch watched, that eventually. I, I was watching Deadpool 2 on TV. It just popped up on TV one day. And then I was like, oh, they're like cutting everything out. So I'm not going to watch this on TV. You might as well just play the Christmas version. Right. Which I actually, um, we watched that with the kids because the kids wanted to watch a Deadpool movie. So we uh, did that one with them. We took them to the theaters. I own and still haven't watched. I haven't found the Blu-ray for that version of it yet. Anywhere. Uh, Probably online, but yeah. I got it at replay. Mm. Okay. Anyways. Listeners don't care. Um, (laughs) They're like, fucking DC. Stay on DC, damn it. Talking Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Um, A Suicide Squad. So they get their mission to save Flag uh, and they find out where he's at. They go through and this is where you see a bunch of more gore. Like we get a bunch of gore when they kill the first squad off. Oh, yeah. Um, Then we get even more gore when they're trying to rescue Flag from this uh, village. Where uh, Peacemaker and uh, Bloodshot are uh like trying to one up each other with yeah they 100 are just swinging their dicks around to see who's got the bigger one which what did you think of uh peacemaker's weapons because in the comics it's uh it's it they're like partly in another dimension so he can just pull them out of nowhere but i kind of mm. like the fact that they're pieces of his armor originally in this movie oh you mean uh bloodshot not peacemaker yeah, bloodshot. Sorry, They're I was gonna say <laughs> so similar. I was like, Peacemaker didn't do that. Um, bloodshot. Peacemaker's so, just got a giant gun. I I uh, I enjoyed seeing him, especially later on in the movie when it's just like it, mm-hmm. it, it's like a build a figure type gun. It's like yeah, you know, they have Nerf guns that you can do that shit with, and you just attach and keep attach. Like my kid has Marvel pieces that you put them together. It's like Cap Shield, Hulk's hand, hmm. Thor's shit, and all that, and Spider Man stuff. And it just creates one big gun, and it reminded me of that. Honestly, that uh, that reminds me of the uh, Lost in Space movie. You know, the guy who's got the gun on the belt, which I had that toy. It's basically yeah. you like assemble it from different pieces. It was awesome. Yeah, but uh, I saw a lot of people comparing the effect to uh, Iron Man's nanotech in Infinity War. No, no, that's completely different. Those are those are like mechanical pieces. They're not anything near nanotech. Nanotech. It was just like if you notice when they attaches it, it gets larger and expands. Yeah, because they're they're mechanical pieces. that are meant to open, shoot up some more stuff and shit like that. I would say that's more like the first Iron Man suit than anything. Yeah. All right. 
because but the nanotech is just whatever fucking Tony Stark thinks about is what he gets like the sword and the shield and all that stuff. It, it, I would not say it's close to nanotech. I, I would say it's more close to just basic engineering. Because I'm sure one day we'll have shit like that, too, or we might even already have it, depending on what conspiracy you want to believe. Ooh. <laughs> so, so yeah they're in like a, a dick measuring contest basically what was the line that peacemaker uses here he's, no one likes to show off he's like except when it's fucking awesome or something yeah yeah no uh um peacemaker does something and then blood sports like nobody likes to show off and he's like except when it's fucking awesome <laughs> and he's like damn which he's right he's not <laughs> so they get into the room and I mean, find they have some flag. funny spots in here it's not it's yeah, not they, all like i said stupid james gunn, it, i think his the biggest strength of james gunn is his dialogue i i honestly feel that way yeah uh so we get into the, the room where Rick Flagg is being held captive and he's talking to the leader. And it turns out this is a camp of freedom fighters that they just <laughs> slaughtered. Yeah. She's like, how did, how did I not know you were coming? My my people didn't alert me. And they're like, uh, we didn't see anyone. And then fucking <laughs> King Shark walks in, spits something out, spits like one of the guy's <laughs> arms out or some shit. If, yeah. Polka Dot Man just comes out and says we killed them all. <laughs> killed them all <laughs> yeah oh that's yeah. the thing yeah polka dot man finds it easier to kill people when he imagines they're his mother and then he sees everyone as his mom yeah which is a hilarious visual gag throughout this entire movie which is he seeing it all the time because later he there's a scene that happens where he's like they killed he more in the or whatever and like or milton and i'm like but how does how can he distinguish people if all he sees is his mom you know i i took that as until they earn you know his, his trust or whatever he mistrusts everyone and sees his mom in them okay i can go with that that's how i took it i mean the movie didn't do a great job explaining that but you know yeah um but see it's shark as his mom a, was great look that man would have been a good villain Back in like the sixties Batman show, what's that? Back in the sixties Batman show, Polka Dot Man. Yeah, that he would have been a good villain back then. I don't think I he ever he showed was around up. in sixty two, so he could have been. I don't know. Uh, yeah, first debuted in uh, nineteen sixty two. Mm. Well, uh, Bill well, Finger. They should have put him in the show because he would have made a good. Uh, villain especially with how they made the rest of those villains back then um so yeah flag gets somehow after killing all of her men she still like agrees to help them (laughs) well she's very torn she's like to free this island i would make a deal with the devil so i guess i'm going to deal with you assholes (laughs) yeah yeah it's a but she didn't seem distraught that like all of her fucking people like she seemed like bummed she would look like she was in shock yeah like she needed i needed some tears man like you're not telling me she wasn't sleeping with some of those dudes (laughs) come on and flag's explanation is they're idiots (laughs) yeah yeah which i mean because he's the only one that's again he's the one that isn't a psycho bad person Mm -hmm. he's a 
good and, person and for all him and Bloodsport purposes. know each other. They serve together in the military. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I think that's when they uh, we get to Harley getting taken to the prince and have. To what's his what is his name? Um, uh, I don't even remember that guy's name. To Luna, Luna, really? Silvio Luna, General Vera? No, no, he's the guy who takes over after Luna is uh, gotcha. Okay. Killed by Harley after she sleeps with him. Uh, yeah, they so she fucks this dude and. They do this scene, which me and Nick were like, is it real? Is it not real scene where they're like in with the birds and stuff oh, like yeah, he's that? Got a, and, like a bunch of parrots. And, and we're like, because like, she fucking daydreams. Like we saw it in, in uh, Birds of Prey and shit like that. And we'll see it later in this film. Yeah. So it, I'm like, well, is this real? I, is this not happening? I took but it as real. I, I I took it as real once she mentioned the birds. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, maybe it ne- didn't necessarily happen how she pictured it, but it, she still saw those and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and then she, she wa- he, like, the guy wants to marry her, and he's like, with what is inside this uh, Jodenheim tower, which is it's awesome that they called it Jodenheim because you know Idris Elba is yeah. Heimdall in yeah. Thor, uh, which I was like, oh, it's awesome to hear him say that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like, you know, we can take over. We can not only make our enemies pay, but their families, their children, and that's mm. when she shoots him because yeah. she's like, I, I draw the line at children. Yeah, <laughs> and I. It's it's an amazing line of dialogue, like probably the best in the film for character development, because it's like, I know if I try to leave, you're going to try to stop me and you're going to go on and do your own thing. So it's best for everyone if I just kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you Which is, you know, picture. Her, I mean, do you think that she would kill the Joker if given the chance now? Yes, absolutely. You think so? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll go with that. I guess so. And if they want to do another Harley film, do that. But don't have Jared Leto come back and don't make him fucking sex pest Joker again. Oh, no. Do it, but do it kind of off screen where you just see him laying on the ground. Open the film to that. I I, I'll, I would. I meant the entire film is her hunting him down. Oh. And have him come back. Have Jared Leto come back. I don't think she has the resources to hunt down the Joker, though. That's why I would make a good villain. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Then I feel it would be more like, uh, what was that movie that Jennifer Garner did? It was like the Punish, the female Punisher movie that she did. I have no idea. Salt, I think, or Pepper, or one of those. That sounds familiar. One was Angelina Jolie and one was Garner, so I don't remember which one was which. Kill Bill. <laughs> or Kill Bill, yeah. Uh, pep- Peppermint? Yeah, Peppermint. That's what it is with Jennifer Garner. Just basically like a female version of the Punisher. Punisher? Yeah. Um. So going forward then... 
Harley kills the dude, shoots him with this fucking old ass pistol. And she she does the thing that I questioned. I was like, how did she fucking know there was a bullet in there? Because <laughs> she just Who grabs keeps a gun. this thing loaded? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? Um, and then you basically get the whole prison scene almost from Birds of Prey again, redone in this movie with her trying to leave this place. Well, that's later on because first the uh, the general gets informed that he is now no leader of no the island. she's she escapes before that happens because no, he's interrogating her. Remember, all the guards come in and take her, and he's like, "Take her to my cell. We're gonna find out how many people came to the island with her." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then they burn the birds. Fucking James yep. Gunn hates birds. Yeah. Hashtag Gunn hates birds. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if that came out to be true, honestly. That's crazy. And then he beats the crap out of Harley Quinn, a Harlequin. Yeah. There you and go. He's like, how many people came to this island with you? She's like 69. He's like, how did you get 69 people on here? And <laughs> his like uh torture guy is like goes over to lean over to like, dude, she's fucking with you. Yeah. I'm I'm sure he said what, you know, it's supposed to be like, oh, 69 means blah blah blah. Yeah, that was funny. It was like, how'd you get 69 troops? To- <laughs> he started freaking out. He's like, 69 superpowered people here? Right. Which, I mean, is Harley Quinn really superpowered? She's just crazy. Super insane. <laughs> Which I guess her, her being crazy gives her the ability to ignore certain pains and shit like that, too. So Yeah. How did the team find out that she was captured? Was it through the the Freedom Fighters? I don't remember, but they they, they learn that she's captured and they go and plan this elaborate rescue. I don't remember. Unless they find out that um, somebody killed the one guy and that word got out that it was Harley. Oh, maybe it might have been that. Yeah, maybe that was it. I don't yeah. recall. Um, one hundred percent. It's been a while. It's, I mean, a week since I watched the movie. So, <laughs> and the what? Is it a week? I thought it just came out. Holy shit! Yeah, it came out a week ago. Wow. Like last Friday or Thursday, technically. I'm losing track of my days. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get to the scene where Harley is escaping and uh, we get that cool scene where she strangles the, the torture. I'm going to sneeze. I feel it coming. Achoo. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. So she kills the torture guy and takes his keys and uh, Margot Robbie came out. I was reading an interview. Uh, she actually did this whole thing herself. Yes, I, I watched um, one of the late night shows where James Gunn was even talking about it and he was pissed because she did it. She did the whole stunt by herself, but her dress pops up in front of her face. So it looks yeah. like it's a stunt person, but it's not. And he was like, if I would have noticed, I would have cut the fucking fabric off myself because it takes away it it makes people think that it's a stunt double even though it's straight mm. her i mean you can see her face slightly so you could just say okay but if you didn't hear that story or anything yeah you'd be like oh stunt double right there 
But yeah, oh, yeah, she um she does a lot of those, man. A lot of those. She's uh, she's gonna be in a lot of great things going forward. Yeah. I wonder what she's gonna do post, you know, Harley Quinn character and shit like that. Which uh she also gave an interview where she was so- shocked and saddened to find out Zack Snyder killed her in the future injustice timeline. Yeah. She's like, I had no idea he killed me off. <laughs> Which was it Joker that killed her? No, I don't think so. I think. Or was it Batman that killed her? I was going to say, I think it might've been Batman, but I'm not entirely sure. Huh? Whatever. She killed Dick Grayson. and screw them. <laughs> not in that universe. <laughs> But it's in the DCU. It's in Snyder's films. <laughs> so because it, it, it according to that one, it made it seem then like Joker was still with Harley at the end in that multiverse or in the nightmare verse, injustice verse, whatever. Yeah, so. but we see Dead Robin's thing in Batman vs. Superman. Doesn't mean she killed him. I think they state that she's the one who finished him. When? In the uh, the first Suicide Squad movie where he takes him. I might no, be wrong. It's been a while. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that at all, man. I swear it was her, but I, I'm probably wrong. But it's um, regardless. <laughs> but, uh, oh, shit. So... Yeah, we have that elaborate thing yeah. where she's going. Oh, one thing we forgot in the beginning of the film with the javelin dude is he hands her his javelin before he dies, mm-hmm. but he dies before he could finish his sentence. And she's like, I don't know why I have this now, but I can't let it go. Mm-hmm. So as she's escaping, she sees it leaning against a random wall for some reason and grabs it. And then we get this montage of her seeing like flowers and shit as she's slaughtering these people and you know it's her fantasy world that mm. she lives in it's it, it another <clears throat> sorry to bring this up but it's a kind of like another reference within finding nemo because it's like she carries the javelin she doesn't know why she has it kind of like um dory when she's like p sherman 42 wallaby way Shit like that. And she's like, I don't know why I know this, but P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way. Uh, sort of, I guess. It's I'm a just little different considering up, she's got I'm going to keep bringing up and- Finding Nemo. <laughs> and you don't think Harley Quinn with all the fucking chemicals in her body has memory problems. Well, we find out later on she forgets about a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I know too much about Finding Nemo, I think. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just it would make sense because Melvin. even Finding Nemo is based in Australia. Harley Quinn, or the actress, is from Australia. If you believe Australia is real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is she Australian or from New Zealand? Uh, she's Australian. All right, you got to get that right. They got a feud going on. Do they? Uh, maybe she's from New Zealand. Not then. really, but yes. <laughs> They joke about it. It's not a real thing. That's because Australia is not real. Remember? Isn't that what people said? Oh, yeah. It's a fever dream. <laughs> What's that? Australia is not real and birds aren't real anymore. They're CIA yeah. plants. Um, 
People are weird, guys. <laughs> Anyways, guys, let's move forward. So whether we are guys and gals, um, all you cool cats and kittens, <laughs> I'm off. I'm off today. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a month. All right. Um. So we're good with uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, has the javelin? Yes. Uh, she escapes from the. <sighs> Wherever they were holding her prison. The dictator's place. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck it is. And she gets in a cab and she's like, then she sees the team going towards the building. She yeah. goes like sneaks up on them. What yeah. are you guys doing? Yeah. Which the another part from the fucking trailer. Like they put a lot of these good, like comedic parts into mm-hmm. the trailer. I do like, uh, Bloodshot's uh, spot. Oh, that's not patronizing at all. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I could go back inside and you can rescue me. <laughs> that's funny. But you can see the bond that's formed between the original team of Flag and Harley. Yeah. Well, I mean, even when Boomerang died, you saw her kind of sad and like, who oh, does she yeah. get sad for? You know, I was sad, dude. I was Boomerang's sad. Boomerang's awesome. Yeah. And he was the only one that wouldn't put up with their shit in the first movie, dude. Like, mm-hmm. when everyone else was, like, getting, like, extra TVs or whatever in their room, he was the one that was like, no, fuck you. We just saved the world. Like, what the fuck? Like, he had it right. I mean, he got treated like shit at the end. And he was a dick, too. But, I mean, he had it right. <laughs> he was like, fuck the man. <laughs> Or woman, because Waller. Um, so yeah, uh, this act. She's uh, Waller is the most infuriating character in DC because she's uh, anyone who's read Harry Potter, Umbridge. She's basically Umbridge. Mm. She's like trying to do good by the the government, but she's a bitch in the process and doesn't care about anyone. Oh yeah. Yeah, which I mean is a good uh, character for yeah, this. This event. actress plays her really well. Yeah. Um, and then, well, I mean, it's Viola Davis, so yeah, she's just a great actress. <clears throat> um, I understand why Michael Rooker has top billing on IMDb though, because <laughs> he's like in it for like five minutes. Because <laughs> he's Gunn's friend. Who knows? <laughs> I know. Um. He's like, I killed you in Guardians of the Galaxy. You want to come back and die in this one, too? <laughs> it's kind of fucked up now that I think about it. Michael Rooker's dead in both big franchises. And The Walking Dead. And he's also in... Yeah, and The Walking Dead. He's also in um, Fast and Furious now. He's Is in he? the Fast 9 movie. That's another film I watched. Um, I really want to rewatch it, too. So, yeah, he's in that movie now. So he's in that universe. He's in, like, the biggest franchises. He, he needs Jurassic Park, I think, and Star Wars. Yeah. Those are the next Give Gunn a two. Star Wars movie. <laughs> mm. Jurassic Park. I'd rather see him do a Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> then we get to see the people die. <laughs> mm. Oh, anyways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we do. Harley Quinn finally gets back up with the group and then they explain and now what they they're doing. they make their way to Jotunheim, right? Yeah. Um, 
Which we're skipping random shit too, but I don't care. It, I didn't really want to necessarily a, break through it. There's a lot of slow it. bits. <laughs> yeah, there's some slow bits and some more character shit and stuff like that. Um, we find out Polka Dot Band's backstory sometime in between here where his mom experimented on him and that's why he hates mm. her. Yeah. And he's also got siblings that may or may not be alive. Oh, they did catch... Um, uh, before they go for Harley, they catch the thinker at the bar. Yeah. So they get yep, I forgot it. Peter Capaldi, which being the doctor. <laughs> I, I did not like this version of the thinker. It was a piece of shit. Um, I like Capaldi. So <laughs> I did not like this version, though, like how. The thinker was portrayed, mm -hmm. I will say. Oh, we also meet Melvin, the bus driver. Yes. The van driver. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, fucking hell. The thinker we really get, uh, annoyed me because I'm like, this is not the thinker. Why is he? What? Like, what was the whole purpose of him? He just served zero purpose. And like, he has the things in his head. Okay, cool. But he says that. Starro, because we get the reveal of Starro later, um, but he says that Starro will listen to him. He's the only one that can talk to him. He's the only one that can control the the beast, uh, which is Starro. They they don't call him Starro until like way towards the end. Yeah, the Thinker actually names him. Yeah, which Starro in the comics is fucking badass. Like, yeah, that that's uh. Another interview with Gunn. He was talking about why he included that character in this, which uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Starro was the Brave and the Bold. Number 28 was the first appearance of the Justice League of America, and it was mm. them versus Starro. Yeah. So he's a big name in the DC Comics. He's based, you know, uh, he goes around mind controlling planets, basically, except they changed him in this film. And I think it was for the better. Hmm. Because he's kind of a lame-ass character. Um, I still didn't like The Thinker. I mean, I think uh, DC or CW did The Thinker a lot better. Oh, definitely. A hundred percent. I feel that The Thinker could have literally been replaced with any other mad scientist from DC. And they would have been perfectly fine. Because he doesn't use any of his fucking... He he doesn't think. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. No, really, they like shouldn't the thinker have been about that planning makes him the how thinker. he was going to get out of their grasp and shit? You know. Yeah, know. Uh, everything about him that makes him the thinker was all backstory and to explain how they were able to come up with these experiments on Starro we didn't actually see any of that on screen. Yeah. Maybe some of the after effects with the experiments, but that's it. But even then it's like what we do see on screen with him. I'm not saying the actor is bad. I'm saying the character is bad. So what we do see on screen with him is just kind of lame. And then they're and like the, uh, when they first capture him because it's a uh, poke dot man and rat catcher, they're the ones that take him to the van yeah, and she's uh, like, he's he won't shut the fuck up, and she's like, "Do you want like three hundred rats in your ass?" And he, then he turns to her and is like, "I don't think you'll like the answer to that." And I'm like, "Yeah, what the there's fuck? a couple times where they 
make him a bit of a freak sex maniac. He's a freak. Is they also like kind of allude to rats? it? Come on. <laughs> later on, too. What's that? When the uh, this is later on when they get into the lab of mm-hmm. Starro, where all of the people who are controlled by him are talking to him. And it's like, this guy tortures us. He has yeah. his way with us. And you, it's not, I don't think it's meant to be taken that way, but the look on his face as it's being said is yeah. mm, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think that's definitely what they were getting to, especially with the first line of, I don't think you'll, you'll like my answer about the 300 rats in my ass. Like he, he, he comes off as a freak. Oh. Yeah, can they stop doing this to characters, please? <laughs> and and not only that, it's like this is a really good character in the comics, bro. Like, and like I said, Flash did it really good on the CW. And I'm just like, what? What do we do in here with this dude? I, like, Flash does a lot of things better than the fucking movies. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like casting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but. But again, it's yeah. Capaldi, pretty much the same persona as his doctor from Doctor Who. Oh, so time the doctor likes 300 rats in his ass. Gotcha. Yeah, it's Not possible. watching that season. <laughs> Three seasons. All right. Not watching that show ever. <laughs> so, you know, I, I agree. They, they sh- I wish they would have done it better in hindsight, but I just like Capaldi. Yeah. Um. So let's move forward now. Uh, they got the thinker. They do the thing. They they basically get into Yodenheim now. Um, with him, they just mm-hmm. drive in, and then for some reason it had the rain, so it looked pretty when they all walked in a sh- in a spread out line, <laughs> and then murdered all the troops outside. Yeah. That's where you get the scene from the trailers where uh, King Shark rips a guy in half. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They get in there. They set up their explosives to blow it up because they want to blow it up. And uh, King Shark makes a little yeah. peacemaker with the the C four, and that was yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. So this is where the movie kind of got meh for me. Um, So before I continue talking about the film, I've explained it to several other people how I felt because people were asking me and I know they weren't going to listen to the show. Um, But in short, to explain this movie for people, for from my point of view, is it just feels like it's a. DC Legends movie, but with supervillains and more gore. That's literally what this film feels like. Gore is just a very gory villain. DC Legends, and that's that's about where I got from this movie. Um, so yeah, now moving forward, we can talk because this is when they. Start changing shit up. And as I say, DC Legends even. I kind of want Starro to show up on DC Legends now and fight Bebo. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, 
But they kind of like they kind of ruined it though for any DCEU film moving forward, anyways. To use Starro, because Starro, I mean, in the comics, even took out like the fucking Justice League. He controlled them. Yeah. Now in the comics, when Starro, like when the things went on your face, it didn't kill you instantly. In this movie, it seems if if he goes on you, you die. So yeah there's no coming back yeah so that's a big difference <laughs> um and uh so do you want to move on bit by bit or should we just jump to certain points in this uh we can jump to certain points that uh, okay yeah there's a couple of things i, w- I want to hit on and then if you you know okay uh, Go ahead. they take out thinker kind of by accidentally releasing all right well what happens is they split up into like three teams one is with thinker one is going like to the top of the tower to get some data drive it's thinker and then the other one is setting up explosives it's thinker with rat catcher and uh uh uh, Flag. flag and then you have uh king shark and peacemaker and then harley bloodshot and polka dot man and apparently marvin or melvin or whatever his name was yeah yeah melvin (laughs) the the van driver yeah who he get they get ambushed by guards and he gets killed and polka dot man is extremely upset by this because he apparently him and melvin became friends i don't think he was extremely upset about the death nearly as much as he was like pissed off when harley was like who yeah <laughs> which is like if he's you been go, with us the whole time <laughs> if you go back and watch after they meet him with the van he is in almost every scene yeah. but off to the side yeah yeah he's just there and you don't notice him it's crazy. Oh, he like officially of, becomes part of the team. Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy guest person? No, everyone keeps talking about that, and I missed it. Oh, it sucks for you. But it's, you didn't see him either, did you? I did. Oh, you her. did. What is her, it? It's her. her. Who is it? It's um the actress that played uh oh what's her name. Oh, Mantis? Mantis, yeah. She's on stage in the bar. Really? Yeah. And another cameo, which I loved. It was very quick, too. Um, It wasn't as long as he got in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, but uh, James Gunn's, a.k.a. Troma's CEO and creator, uh, Lloyd Kaufman, got a little cameo in the bar as well. So it's a quick one for him. I think a lot of the cameos were pretty quick, actually, because they were he wasn't necessarily trying to focus on the cameos, but he loves to put his people in the shit. Um, I was wondering if they were going to put Batista in this, but I think Batista at the time was filming that Snyder zombie film, Mm -hmm. most likely. So, yeah. I'm sure with how quickly he stuck up for gun during that whole. Yeah. Well, whatever was, the fuck that was gun was also very surprised that uh marvel didn't have him come and do da- uh, drax's voice for the what ifs yeah it was probably punishment for that honestly 
probably but it's like you know fuck you i'm gonna be in the third movie so it doesn't matter <laughs> you know it's like yeah maybe he wanted well th- they didn't even contact him for it so it's not even like he said he wanted more money or something too so yeah uh because they paid chadwick uh, boseman to fucking be there come on like rest in peace not but, only him the some of the other one i mean not the big name ones because think, you know they obviously would have cost too much but i don't think rdj is in there i think chris no. pratt voices nope. no nope how the hell did they get chadwick boseman and not these other guys unless chadwick just wasn't busy at the time but it's just voice Maybe he work. just didn't ask for too much you know he was more willing to negotiate Either that or they felt that he was too big of a character to replace the. Could be. They could have been setting him up to be, you know, big in the future of the MCU, too, until, you know, the tragedy of his passing. Yeah. Like, you want to be the next RDJ in this franchise? (laughs) Guys, go get your ass checked. (laughs) What? The prostate cancer. Oh. Um. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> get a finger in your ass. Yeah. Save the world. Uh, so let's go through this in the correct order instead of jumping around. Uh, King Shark gets left behind and finds a room with an aquarium of fish that he's like, hey, my friend, new friends. Yeah. Uh, really then we cool go to first. the scene where Melvin gets killed and Harley's like, who the fuck is Melvin? Yeah. They go through uh, that whole and thing. And Polka Dot Man gets pissed, throws I thought, his dots at the C4. Yeah. I thought they were going to kill him. I thought they were going to kill Polka Dot Man. I thought he was just, when he stood up, I was like, oh, he's going to get fucking shot in the head. I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, yeah. But he hits the C4, building <sighs> explodes. Uh, Starro gets loose, grabs the thinker, liquefies him, <laughs> and uh, escapes. Well, after the building crosses, uh, before that flag and uh, flag finds data disk of information that this was actually an American military operation, which is actually pretty clever because we do do experimental stuff. Yeah. In bases not located on our country, because, you know, if anything goes wrong, we don't want it to happen here. Yeah. Yeah. and peacemaker shows up he's like hey you gotta give me that i gotta destroy it and flag's like nah i'm gonna show it to the world because fuck waller because he doesn't have a bomb in his head he could do whatever he wants and peacemaker pulls out his gun he's like i have to destroy that so Mm. give it to me or i'm gonna kill you (laughs) they fight and i assume this is the the scene where you had to pause the movie um Yes. Yeah, I figured. Uh, this one was the one death that I'll pissed you me down. off the most. Yeah. Um, they're they're fighting over the stupid fucking hard drive. And this is where I feel it would have been beneficial for Flag to have had his bracelet from the first movie to just boom and blow his head off. Uh, to blow um, Peacemaker's head off. But going back to uh, how wa- they were more than likely bait by Waller. She mm. probably didn't give him that on purpose in case this situation happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, possibly. Um, so they're, uh, they're fighting and then peacemaker ends up 
killing flag. And not just like they don't just show him shove it in, but they make sure, you know, flag is dead because they show an interior shot of it going into his fucking heart, which just like. I was like, well, fuck you movie. <laughs> like I, I was so pissed because I was like, well, he got stabbed. He could come back, but no, they showed him get literally stabbed straight through the heart with an interior visual of the heart getting ruptured. Can I say that this to me, at least, I don't know how you felt, but this is probably the best acting I've ever seen from John Cena. And mm-hmm. it's all eyes. Yes. Like you could see the pain. Like, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Right. Because he's doing it. it. So the whole reasoning is because Peacemaker's doing it because Peacemaker does whatever he needs to do for whatever his country. Whatever he's ordered to do. For his country. Regardless. Mm-hmm. He, like, he even said before that he'll kill women and kids. He he literally said that, which is why I don't understand why Flag uh, used the kids thing as an excuse as to why they should should not be okay with this because i'm like well earlier in the movie peacemaker said he'll kill women and kids if he has to for his country was flag there for that though or was that him talking to bloodshot oh good question that might have just been him and bloodshot so yeah our blood sport yeah (laughs) dead shot and blood sport yeah okay that's one character (laughs) the multiverse character of the. you know i think bloodshot might be that movie vin diesel was in last year that's what it is yes bloodshot A Vin Diesel film, which is actually a pretty fun film. Wasn't anything and great. based on but, a comic. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, when he stabs him, like I was just it, it tore me apart because I've seen the first Suicide Squad movie way more than I want to admit. <laughs> and and I really like the actor and I really like the character. Um I think that Joel Kinnaman does a great job as Rick Flagg. And you got to see him in his like almost traditional yellow shirt in this one, too. I was like, cool. Maybe we'll get to see him in more stuff later down the road. Not just a Suicide Squad film, you know. And then they do this killing and I was so pissed. I was so pissed. But Mm -hmm. I did get to see even though I was mad, I still noticed John Cena's acting was really good because it's all in his. His eyes, he looks like he's about to cry that he just killed yeah. an innocent, but he's doing it to protect his country. Uh, comrade. So, yeah. So I'm really curious later on with the end credit scene, like we'll, we'll get to that when we get yeah. to it. But yeah, I did end up um, after that death, that, that, that death pissed me off the most in the movie. I was like, man. And I knew other characters that were left in the crew were going to die. I just didn't want it to be him because he's literally the only good person there. <laughs> like literally like, you know, uh, 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 what's her face uses rats to like rob banks. I think that's Rat why catcher. she was in in uh, prison. King Shark. I didn't <laughs> explain why he was in prison. Maybe he ate somebody. I'm not sure. And Polka Dot Man, they didn't say why he was there either, unless it was he killed his mom. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, he's unstable and dangerous. Yeah. Because remember, they had a power dampener on him and no one else. Yeah. Which also shows that they know Medellin. He might have turned himself in, in too, with how he, you know, his outlook on life. Yeah. 
and then like you know uh what was blood or uh uh fuck what's his peacemaker. name peacemaker god knows what he did to go to jail <laughs> and uh the other one um the, well they he, they said they shot superman i'm like really that's the only thing he's ever done bad i don't believe that that shouldn't be the only reason he's in the prison um but yeah like they're all bad people except for him like even harley like we we all like harley quinn or this version of her anyways but it's like she's still a bad person she's fucking you know yeah god knows how many people she killed just for the joker alone <laughs> um but yeah i um it annoyed me i ended up turning it off and we finished it the next day uh not only that but like my wife was tired too so that was more of an incentive to turn it off right after that scene <laughs> um and um well not like right after but we got to see a little bit more uh i got to see the redemption from that scene before we turned it off too so after that um rat catcher has the hard drive and she bolts out of there and uh peacemaker chases after her and um he's gonna kill her and he does not look distraught about killing her like he did uh no he's kind of in like a blood rage at this point yeah i think it's because things are not going the way he wanted um so he's just gone awol basically he chases her down he's about to finish her off when due to the explosion by polka dot man uh, Bloodsport starts falling through the floor mm. until eventually coming to rest in front of Peacemaker, seeing him holding his gun up to Ratcatcher. Yeah. And then they do like a old Western quick draw. Yeah. Which uh, Peacemaker's bullet was a little too big. Yeah. And, um, Which is a comment that he makes very early in the film about how he would be better than Bloodsport. He's like, I would just get a smaller bullet than yours. Yeah. Yeah. So that backfired on him. He got shot in the face, right? Throat. It hit him. Throat. It was the throat. Okay. And then, um, but before that too, there was also another thing where King Shark, when the tank breaks, the fishes are swimming around and his new friend, his new friend fish who begin eating him. And they're like alien piranhas. Mm -hmm. I want to say. So something like that. They just start eating him. He ends up falling out the building and he's fucking Which, alive still. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> okay. Again, I thought would come back because friends don't eat you, and here are his friends eating him. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, he's definitely eating Ratcatcher. <laughs> mm. No, doesn't happen. No. Um, and then he falls down and they uh they start dying off because they're not in water, but then he just starts getting shot up while uh, <laughs> the whole peacemaker uh, uh, stuff is going on. And oh then, yeah, yeah, because the entire time they're in the tower, they bring down like, for lack of a better word, blast doors from yeah. a you know Star Wars. the The military mm. is outside trying to ram their jeeps into it to get inside to stop them from whatever they're doing. Mm. And um, and then we got him coming down because the building's coming down he's just dropping layer by layer by layer black superman is uh dropping <laughs> um that's a line from hobbs and shaw if anyone wants to know uh don't watch that movie 
<laughs> um, so yeah, or do and don't tell Mike about it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the rock already said he's not coming back. So it doesn't fucking matter. He's not coming back to the franchise. So bonus. too much tough love. <laughs> he just not, he doesn't love the family, man. He's not a family, man. Um, <laughs> come on, dude. So he gets shot. Peacemaker gets shot. He's dead. Whatever. Then the rest of the building just falls down. And yeah, no, Starro escapes. Starro escapes, and they get Which out brings the front down the door building. right before <laughs> and all that shit. And this is where I ended up turning it off because I was like, well, this is a whole nother act, and there was like fucking half an hour left. The movie basically shifts at this point anyway. Yeah. So, uh... It goes from, uh, yeah. like, stealth infiltration type story to, uh, it, from here point out, it's comic book movie. Yeah. Uh, so you can go with this. <laughs> I, so Star oh, escapes, sees the military out there, opens up some flaps on what looks like it's armpit and a bunch of little Starros go out, attach to their faces and uh, they're all possessed. Uh, the team realizes they can protect themselves because rat catcher puts her gas mask on and it's like, cover your face. And so they're all protected. All you have to do is put your freaking arm up unless you're yeah. King shark, in which case they, they can't attach to your they face can't. anyway. They're yep. just slapping them around. Yeah. So yeah, then it goes into a, uh, craze and attacks the city and this is the entire time they're in this city they're at radio silence from waller because there's a disruptor that's in jodenheim but since we jodenheim's gone the feed comes back and her analyst guy is like holy shit there's a kaiju which i when when they found out that there was no radio contact i could not believe her when she said that um, she could still detonate still detonate i was like no no you can't no that's like, a bluff yeah it's a hundred percent a bluff because i'm like there's no way that radio signal can get through but you're you talking can't get through i mean when you're trying to detonate something that's in somebody's fucking skull yeah <laughs> like bullshit oh um, so she t- you know she's like mission complete come on back and they're yeah. they start going and then well the whole time too she keeps threatening the dude's kid Throughout the movie in his ear and stuff. Like if you don't do what I'm saying, I'm going to fucking kill your kid or like other things. And she she keeps hinting towards she doesn't give a fuck. She's kind of like kind of like Peacemaker. She just doesn't care. just about the security of the country. Right. So and and then you see the distraughtness on the people's faces within as they're watching Star rip apart the city and kill people and take them over and. Yeah. she's like you know this isn't our problem fucking let them wipe out the island who cares right so they start leaving in blood sports like fuck i can't do this so he turns around to go stop it the team joins him and she's like losing her fucking minds like stop it or i'm gonna blow your head off which can we talk mm. about that box for a second that i loved the detail on the box that she opens up to flip the thing because you could see like old uh you know like marks from where they had stickers they had peeled off from dead members and stuff yeah like it's just attention to detail like that that i'm like that's awesome i like that she didn't have the key to the box too yeah she needed uh her analyst help yeah one of the analysts 
Right. Um, a question I have. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't Harley just use... You, you would think Harley would have a way of disarming the bomb. Like the Joker disarmed it before in the first one. You would think, think that she, it would just be an automatic tech thing that she would learn just in case. <laughs> she's never been real techie. I mean, she's a psychiatrist, not really a doctor or a engineer. But you think it would just be like, here's a fucking bracelet. Boop. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, it's never maybe really I'm overthinking that. Yeah, I'm just character. overthinking it. Um. <clears throat> Maybe that's what the next movie could be. Them going to the Joker and the, all of them killing the fucking Joker. Because she has yes, her own team now. Get rid of this version forever. <laughs> Make it so Snyder's injustice never happens because he's dead. <laughs> I enjoyed that scene, damn it. <laughs> Don't take that from me. <laughs> yeah, the reach around. He's giving them a reach God, around. Damn it. Um fucking leto so yeah they all start marching along and she's gonna try and blow them all up she's just gonna fucking and she just yells at them and and nick had a good point too when she killed uh savant at the beginning of the movie she's like where was he gonna go like why did she need to kill him i was like it's a power move it's all it is it's just a hundred percent power move Mm -hmm. because she's like well he can't go anywhere (laughs) he's in the middle of the ocean there's a chance he could survive. A chance. She can't take that chance. I'm like, yeah, it, it was weird. But, but you know, same thing with these guys here. It's like they're literally just going to go and do a little extra. Well, I guess in the first one, when they did that flag, disarmed all their shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So in this one, that also might there. be why she didn't give him one again. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe they put one in him just to be dicks. I don't think so. Otherwise, she would have threatened him. Oh, his face would have been on the California. box, That's too. spam. Uh, um, yeah, so let's uh, just go through. They end up fighting Starro, basically. Yeah, well, her analysts end up knocking Waller out, yeah. which is a great change because early on you see them like taking bets on whether these people come back alive or not. So mm. it's like they seem as callous as Waller. And then you find out, no, they have a line. She doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, worried me for them because in the first movie, she killed all of her fucking analysts. Yeah. <laughs> and I was waiting for that moment to happen in this movie. I, uh, especially later on, she gives them a dirty look. And I was like, oh, she's going to walk in there and just shoot them all. (laughs) It's like she's going to fuck them all up. Instead, she gives them the worst assignment on Earth. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, So then um, they just fight Starro and fucking like uh, he ends up uh, running out of gun parts. He has no more Mm -hmm. gun parts. Um, Rat catcher. Starro zombie army. Yeah. Starro zombie army is just doing whatever rat catcher got, uh, sends King like, shark jumping at him uh polka dot man visualizes starro as a giant version of yeah. his mom which is awesome so funny i i knew something big like that was gonna happen and i told nick i was like watch he's gonna have like a epic moment towards the end of the movie and it'll be great which he did 
And I'm kind of glad that he got that. And that's where you get the line, I'm a superhero from the trailer. Yeah. Um, then he gets squished. And then he gets fucking squished, which is sad. Which apparently wasn't in the original script. It probably shouldn't have been. He should have lived. Well, Although originally he's kind of Polka Dot Man lived and Ratcatcher died. James Gunn fell in love with Ratcatcher's character, so he re- changed it at the last minute. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Polka Dot Man is kind of OP, so it's like if he didn't be a good guy and he wanted to be a bad person, he's just unbeatable unless you get get the hold of him yeah. at the right moment. So um at least this version of polka dot man he's badass man <laughs> i can't he is he is badass he doesn't need a fucking gun <laughs> like he is a gun yeah um, uh, and then we got harley running up with her spear yeah she's like i know what to do with this thing now even though that i highly doubt that's what javelin man or whatever the yeah. fuck his name was had in mind when he's like here take this it just reminded me of the the star girl scene <laughs> take this spear or staff and and then give it to and then he just like he dies <laughs> um yeah yeah so well before that she calls the like five billion fucking rats to come over the yeah she starts swarming after, the star yeah after polka dot man dies and then um king shark gets like thrown off into god knows where and then uh as they're swarming they can't really penetrate starro and that's where the spear comes in place because she ends up stabbing him directly in the middle of his eye in starro's eye yep which Getting, opens up a space for the rats to go into and shit like yeah, that. She uh, slices through that. Uh, the, what is it? The cornea cornea. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so she's inside the eye. Yeah. Floating in the eye juice and the rats come in and we get this really awesome. Lovely scene of the rats. Cool visual away the inside of Starro and yeah. How does Boy, Harley do they hold, keep how, the camera on that for a long time? How does she not drown in there? Because <laughs> clearly it's a liquid and the rats don't drown or anything like. Yeah. But she even Plot has armor. her mouth open part of the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Think about that. It's a cool visual. There's lots of really cool visuals, even when Harley's like walking out and she's like getting all ditzy and shit and like the flowers are behind her and stuff when she's fighting it was really cool it, it looked cool but a lot of it I don't know but anyway Starro dies and basically he just says out of one of the people that he's possessing before he dies is that uh, he just wanted to he was happier he floating was, among the stars yeah, floating among the stars that's what it was so you know, which it, it makes earlier you in the think. film we see that the American astronauts take him from space yeah. to do start doing experiments on yeah. it. it. It has a good like moment in there. It's like Starro's he's bad, but not bad. Like it's like he's just trying to survive, basically. And there's there's an argument going around that with these superhero films, they keep making this happen is uh bad guys can't just be bad and Honestly, I mean, they can be. Look at the Joker, but 
there's nothing wrong with you know giving them proper motivation either but i mean you know this I thing agree. was tortured for years it's gonna want revenge yeah it's gonna want revenge <laughs> there there are villains though that aren't just bad you, mm-hmm. you know they're doing things out of necessity that that's it, it, you look at human beings in the real world like they can put out a story and make someone look really bad but then you can keep reading or diving into other things and it's like oh so they're not that bad they were doing it for this purpose i mean they're still a bad person because they committed yeah. this atrocity but it's like what was their end goal what was as as i text you the other day it's like uh perception is reality it's like what was their perception how were they perceiving the world with what they're doing is it and did they have a mental illness shit like that it's like especially like harley quinn she literally in the dceu they have built it in that she got basically taken advantage of by the joker and turned into this thing that she is so it's Mm -hmm. not 100 percent that she's bad as a person it's just that's what she adapted into and you see her adapting in and out of that every so often yeah and they they did a they did excuse me something similar in uh, jungle cruise that you know i won't spoil but okay it's like I, I don't see anything wrong with them giving more human qualities and motivation. Well, I mean, other right. than just being murder hobos like the Joker. Well, you got to look at it even just in reality, just based it in reality. Like there are people that say these people are bad, strictly bad, one hundred percent. Like take for instance another country, and if we're at mm-hmm. war with that country. Our people think that country is the bad people, but it's like, no, they're literally just doing what we're doing. Literally. And, and then the troops are just doing what they're told to fucking do. It's like, it doesn't necessarily mean either side is bad. It's, I mean, sometimes one side is worse than the other because they're doing it for fucking oil or yeah. something, but <clears throat> we're and, not going to go there. <laughs> uh, we, there was a lot of this. Years ago when we first, you know, went to Iraq and stuff. Yeah. It's like uh, people I knew were vilifying the entire country. I'm like, a lot of these citizens, they they're not they they're not in the same mindset as their government or military. It's like we can't blame everyone for the actions of the leadership. You get the same thing right now. Like people, certain people try and like say china 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 is all bad like we got it with trump trump was like china's this and china that i'm like no their government a lot of Mm -hmm. the chinese people don't even like their government no they can't say it or they'll be killed it's a communist country it's like their government is controlling them they're they're 100 they can't do anything about it but yet we have a lot of people that like to blame the entire country i'm like no that's not right you you don't you know they did it after 9 11 they started attacking all the mosques and shit too Mm -hmm. it's like you you, and then with uh corona and stuff things went out and people started attacking chinese people or japanese people because they don't they don't know the fucking difference forgetting it's called corona (laughs) oh yeah covid 
I'm like, wait, the beer? <laughs> I like that beer. <laughs> I don't drink beer. Uh, Couldn't but, tell but yeah, like you have villains that have. Uh, it depends how you perceive them. I think that's the yeah. whole point of the Suicide Squad is like these are bad people, but they're also people. They're still mm-hmm. humans. You know, we're not sh- well besides King Shark and Weasel. Um, <laughs> we don't know what King Shark is. Yeah, I, I I think I agree with you. He's a fucking god in this movie. He's a god. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way. A, a real shark is living like that unless James Gunn loved like Sharknado and saw that those sharks could fall out of the sky and still live. <laughs> then maybe. <clears throat> but I mean, I and wonder I, how much pressure it would take for a shark to drop and die. They're something pretty durable. They, yeah. Cause well, they're hard, hard, like they're, and mm-hmm. they don't have bones to break or anything. Because they're designed to live in a high-pressure environment. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's just an argument I saw going around online that I'm yeah. like, I don't know what you're upset about here. Yeah, it like, was it based because of Starro? Was that what they were doing? Well, or not like just a him, Loki but again, or... the Jungle Cruise and a bunch of other yeah. movies, uh, Black Widow. You have a bunch like villains being shown, you know, they're not just black and white good or evil and which i mean for comics some have reason been that's doing rubbing that for people years though way. comics have done that? that for years like yeah, I, doom yeah. fucking doom is he bad is he good is he you know that's one of the big ones right there yeah fucking i, I think they know. even did it with kang the conqueror once in the comics where they like oh there's so many kang stuff yeah <laughs> I mean, there's there's so much you can you can look at it with like I recommend people watch go and watch any season of Star Trek, the original Star Trek stuff, not necessarily the original series, but the Star Trek stuff that came out before the streaming service. You watch that and they literally are telling you, you know, these people aren't necessarily these people aren't bad, even though these people perceive them as bad. Well, didn't um, it's called Next Generation towards the end and some of the other ones, they started making uh, the Federation a little shady. So it was like even the good guys aren't completely good. I don't know if that was a next gen, but they do show elements of that. Big reason why Picard came back. Well, the Federation also has a thing called uh, Section Eight, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like their. CIA I guess you would say that doesn't necessarily exist it's not on the books it doesn't exist um at least I would say I would say it's on the books for the Federation but it's not on the books <laughs> like people knew about it and it's become like this black ops type thing where you, shadow organization you, yeah yeah where it's just like one of those things like any conspiracy we have nowadays where it's just like an, an organization that's picking you up in vans and shit. Like they're just picking you up in a starship. Um, so like men in black type kind of, except they don't care about aliens. Cause everyone knows aliens exist. <laughs> um, it, it's just like more of like a downsized military organization. That's secret ops and does CIA shit and stuff. 
So, I mean, and they're, are they good? Are they bad because of what they're doing and shit? And, and they dive into that in some of the shows too. Some of the episodes, it's like, well, what I'm doing to me does not feel right. It feels bad, but in the big scale of the picture, is it good for the organization, the Federation, Mm -hmm. the United Federation of planets, like as a whole or the galaxy or whatever, you know? I want to come back to that. Let's wrap this yeah. up real quick so we can get to the post credits. Uh, Which is going to be another element too of the same Yeah, that's why I wanted yeah. to get to it. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, we get the, the rats kill Starro. Yeah, rats kill Starro. And then um, you get one scene, which I was kind of glad that they did this scene of Harley telling, what was his name? Um, uh, Bloodsport? Bloodsport. No, not Bloodsport. Uh uh Yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah, I'm thinking of Idris different, Elba. different characters. Uh that P, um that um Flag was her friend too. And so they acknowledge that he's dead and that Harley knows it because they do have a scene earlier where they hug each other and you know show that they care for each other and shit, which is really cool. Um, yeah. which makes it even worse that they fucking kill them. Fuck you, James Gunn. I love you, but fuck you. <laughs> like, oh. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah. Um, so and Bloodsport keeps and... the hard drive, and blackmails Waller. Like, hey, yes. you're never gonna mess with my daughter again. And his daughter, who was yelling at him, like, "You're a piece of shit father." And so, what yeah. do I have, you know, to learn from other than this? pile of shit yeah and she sees him on tv and she's like oh my god he saved people which i question how she sees him on tv because on tv it's the video footage we see somebody recording with their phone Mm -hmm. if that is like a dictatorship country that footage is not getting sent out to where the united states can see any of it like think I would about, have like, to assume that's after the fact because I highly doubt they <clears throat> even have strong internet. <laughs> well, they, the way they cut it together in the movie, it's like it's showing what's happening then because even Waller's seeing it on the news. You know, as it, it's, it's happening, like, how can it be daylight in Wakanda and New York? You just gotta, just whatever. <laughs> or not Waller, but the people are in her yeah. place because they knocked her out by then. Yeah, I don't know. It's um. I just don't feel that they would have been able to get this that footage out to the internet to where the United no, States could see they, it. Realistically, <clears throat> no. But, but we also movie. don't know like the the boundaries of Corda Maltese and all that shit as to are they an extreme dictatorship like you know other countries in the real world or are they? You know, it's we don't know what they allow and don't allow because it mm-hmm. seemed that their leader before was just a romantic douchebag um and not really a military guy yeah is what they've shown anyways so well even he wasn't even the person who was really in charge they talk about there was a changeover in leadership oh yeah he he came to power so yeah well he's just the face of the the country just like our president's just the face of the country they don't do nothing I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that's how I've always felt about presidents. Oh, yeah. They're the figurehead. Yeah, they're the ones that get blamed for when shit goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> as, as much as we put on them, we have three branches of equal power for a reason. So it's, you know, 
Yeah. But, you know, when you choose to be the one person on a branch, I guess that's where all the shit falls. That's why we have a president now. Well, nowadays, anyways. I'm not saying when it first started, but nowadays. It's just a face. You know, like like a a CEO of a company. That's just a face. There's a lot of people. I thought that was the president of a company, so the CEO can not get in trouble, but that guy gets in trouble. (laughs) Or is it the other way around? I don't know how company structures work. It, it depends on the company. That's confusing. Fuck you. Because <laughs> I'm the CEO of our production company, but my wife's the CFO. We both have 50% stake in the company, so it doesn't fucking matter. Okay. <laughs> capitalism. Uh- I love capitalism. <laughs> True like capitalism, letters. not not the uh, capitalism that a lot of people say that is capitalism. That's not true capitalism. That's corrupt capitalism. But that's a whole another type of show. <laughs> Which we um, might be getting, might not, who knows. But we get to our first and yeah. uh, mid-credit scene, I guess you could call it. Uh, this is this happens before the credits even hit. It, oh, it goes, so it's just it epilogue? shoots Suicide Squad up on the screen, and then it goes right to that scene, which is on the so, beach. So epilogue, yeah, kind of. Uh, Weasel's alive, <clears throat> and now the children of this island are fucked. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about the kids on the island. Yeah, yeah. He still has a so, bomb in his neck, though. That's true, but they don't know he's alive. That's true. Do they disarm the bombs if they don't? I would just turn the bomb off anyways, even if for all the dead people, just just in case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get to the actual post credit scene, which, you know, are just so common in the DC films that people probably waited for it, which is sort of the pilot for the upcoming Peacemaker can, show that's coming to HBO Max. Can I say one thing, though? The thing, the greatest thing about being able to watch these movies at home too, like I loved going to the movie theater, <laughs> but I can skip over to the end credit scene, <laughs> which you shouldn't do. Give credit to the people who make these films. They got their but credit. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been in those before. I still skip them. <laughs> Me reading their name is not going to do anything. Honestly, guys, I'm not going to like see a bunch of names and remember them and be like, oh, cool it <laughs> does nothing for me <laughs> and i work in the fucking industry and i don't care but uh so we get two of waller's analysts who aren't even the person who knocked her the fuck out yeah so how's that fair that lady's probably dead uh their punishment Bro. is they need to work with peacemaker who was recovered from the wreckage and still alive barely mm. um I think one of the people that goes there to Peacemaker's deathbed, um, she actually takes over for Waller in the comics. I don't remember her name, though, to look it up. She might have. And I think the other guy might be the warden of the prison, but I'm not sure. The big tall dude? Yeah. No, because he was like on top of that tech shit. I don't even know his name. Yeah, either. yeah, he's warden. He's warden of Bell Reef. Really? Yeah. 
Huh. Okay. So that's how she gets access to all so, the prisoners. So yeah, when they um when they first kill Peacemaker in the uh movie and then the building fucking drops on him. Um I kind of was like, okay, so the Peacemaker show is going to be a prequel to this. Maybe show how he gets arrested later down the road or something, you know? Um, but no, the, it seems the Peacemaker show is going to be post the Suicide Squad. And, Which is um, more interesting, I think. Yes. We'll see. Because now we get to see his struggles with his patriotism and blindless devotion. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, these same people put him in jail for so. Excuse me, I broke for a second for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and that's that's what we were talking about earlier with the, you know. Do you think that the show for Peacemaker is going to incorporate a lot of like <clears throat> real world things going on with like patriots and shit like that maybe i don't know i know gun said that the, the show is definitely going to be more grounded than uh, so it's most likely the movie going to was. be hinting towards shit like that and it, i, I want to see him trying to deal with the fact that he killed an innocent soldier yeah um from the states i want to see him deal with that fact maybe we get flag in there as a ghost and fucking with him. Yeah, that would be great. I would actually love that. I um, know he wrote this as kind of a board project last year. Yeah. So I don't know how many events they started shot before it though, he already. finished writing. They shot it Is already. That? They shot the whole thing. Oh, the yeah. it's But I mean, when he wrote it, it was just he was bored. So I he's like, know. I'm going to write about this character. Wait, I'm confused how he could. Like, I get why he wrote it. He was just bored and shit. But they picked it up super fast. And he's shot it already. I'm like... Yeah. And this is going to be out uh, for HBO Max, I believe. I think he's directing <clears throat> all but two episodes as well. Yes, he's directing the first two and the last two. The last two. Yeah. Um. Wait. Two. Yeah, because it's going to be a short show. So I think it's six episodes, right? Six or eight? Yeah. Yeah. Um... So they're already done shooting and I'm questioning. I'm like, wait, wasn't he scheduled to do Guardians three before, <laughs> like right after Suicide Squad? <laughs> like, can we get that film made first? Like, well, we're not getting that film for a couple more years. So he's got think, time. I don't know. According to Dave Batista, he might not be doing these action movies anymore. They need to get him, get him while he's. Young yeah, Batista <laughs> likes to complain. Yeah, he does. I love Batista, but he loves to complain. He's oh, there's always something. There's always something. I think it's just his ex like I don't know. He's very open minded. He'll he'll tell you exactly what he's thinking. He's what in his 50s though, right? He's old older than the rock, I want to say, right? Or about the um, same age. He was born in 69, so 52. Nice. Yeah, so he's pushing his age, but I mean, it the way he is and can work out if he still wants to continue working out, that's mm -hmm. the thing. Otherwise, he's going to be saggy and I don't know. Ric Flair. Yeah. Ric Flair well. was never that big, though. <laughs> so it's going to be worse. It's going to be like Hogan. <laughs> you want to see a 
very a guy who should have retired wrestling long before he did watch any Ric Flair match in the mid 2000s. Oh, boy. What's he pushing? He's pushing 80, right? Flair, probably. He's getting up there, man. Um, But yeah, let's talk about this. Peacemaker. 72. 72. Okay. Let's talk about this Peacemaker show real quick. So this is going to be another one, as we were discussing, uh, hmm. that's going to dive into the elements of bad guy, good guy type thing. Like, because they say that he's, they need him to save the world, which then questions. So is the Justice League not in this universe anymore? So <laughs> that, that was. And I heard a lot of people question where was the Justice League during Corda Maltese? I mean, it happened My, over a very short amount of time it on did. a closed off island. It did. And that was my response to some people. I was like, well, the Justice League won. They don't take care of everything. Yeah. All the time. They're not the Justice League <clears throat> International. They're the Justice League of America. Well, they were just the Justice League. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know, the only person that probably could have gotten there in time anyways would have been Superman. To do anything, but it happens pretty fast. Where it's, I mean, daytime when he breaks out, it's still daytime when he dies. So it's not like it took like a whole day. Mm-hmm. So for those people that are saying, "Where's the Justice League the whole time?" and all the stupid fucking articles, there's so many articles written about this is where the Justice League was. You don't fucking know where the Justice League was. They could be dead for all we know. <laughs> I'm just like. Guys, can we stop? Stop doing that. They have their own lives. Batman is doing Batman stuff in Gotham. He's Batmaning. He's Batmaning it. He's. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> He's eating that <laughs> pussy. Because <laughs> that's what real heroes do. <clears throat> I'm Gun should put something in his fucking movie about that. I think it was too late. Oh, That's too recent. Probably. Um, but like Batman was probably doing shit in Gotham. Aquaman's running a fucking kingdom right now. You know, he's under the water, under the sea. And he Superman's probably just got there happy too. to be alive again. Superman's yeah, he's just <coughs> knocking a few babies out. He's probably eating the puss too. Um, uh, Wonder Woman does whatever <laughs> Wonder Woman wants. She might be eating the Who pussy knows? too. Who knows? <laughs> she might be back on her island for all we know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. They never say if she's found it. I don't think she's found her island again. Which you I think mean, it's like, you guys sent me an arrow telling me the world's going to end. Could you just kind of send me one with directions, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a Tom Tom, you know. I still think that she, sh- uh, well, Steve Trevor died before he could have done anything, but I feel Steve Trevor should have known his coordinates and should have been able to give them to her. Because, I mean, even in uh, Wonder Woman 84, he could have given them to her. Yeah. Oh, that. that was not a good movie, by the way. <laughs> I've watched it a couple times. That's not a great movie. It's okay, like the first two times, maybe. 
I have fun with it. It's it's that's what it's made for. It's but other than that, I'm real worried about her next one and Star Wars film. Is she in the Star Wars film? No, Patty Jenkins is writing one. Okay. Um. So yeah, do you got anything else to add to the peacemaker or villain hero? I'm just really like I. I'm curious what the dynamic is going to be because they left that character like you could tell he's broken inside. And I really want to know, like, I hope they dive deeper into that. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of just where my thoughts are on it. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm very curious to watch it. Uh, do we have a release date for that or no? I don't think January so. 16th. Oh, fucking year. So it's in pre pro right now. Okay. That'll be a fun one in a year, a little less than a year, I guess. It's it's August now. I forget what year month it is. (laughs) Um, So, Mike. Yeah. Did you like it? I did not. I'm going to twist it on you. No. um, uh, For the movie, I uh, did. I like it. I enjoyed it. Okay. I didn't think it was anything great. Like the hype built it up to be. And like I said earlier, I just it felt like. A DC legend CW movie, but with villains and gore. Um, mm-hmm. It's literally how I felt. And I mean, you're bound to get like the DC legends thing in there when you just throw in a bunch of random people together. But like yeah. literally Starro reminded me of Bebo. <laughs> and I was just like, what are we doing, guys? And then the whole city just gets like starrowed and everything i feel that even legends has done that before with something um but i mean it doesn't mean it's a bad film it just it it didn't land where i thought it was going to land for me so i'm not going to say i don't like it because i mean it still has some parts in it for me and, and it did get an emotional fuck you response from me because they killed flag and boomer so uh yeah i don't know i um, Damn boomers. I, it was okay it was okay that's that i'll leave it that is okay i uh how about you did you like the film i share in your thoughts uh i think people will enjoy it mm-hmm. i don't think it was it, it's not made for me i Excessive amounts of gore, regardless of how well a movie is, really puts me off. And so I like almost immediately I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this movie. <laughs> I was I was sad. I felt sad after watching it because I was so excited. I'm like, this movie's going to be awesome. I love Guardians. Yeah. And then I get done with it and I'm like, oh, and not to mention three times in the film. I'm like, is it almost done? Yeah. So honest to God. And this is going to upset a ton of people, but I would rather watch the dumpster fire first movie over this. And it's not because I think it's bad, but it's just, I don't care for it. I think, um, I do like the, I I don't know if I like the first one more or not. It feels like I do, but I've also seen the first one a lot more. So I've given it more time in my life to, uh, to get used to, um, I I kind of figured that you with the gore stuff like you don't do that. I know John hates it when movies do over gore too, um, for no reason. 
uh especially um i i completely forgot that james gunn loves this yes. stuff with super yes <laughs> and so i was used to restrained gun under disney with guardians mm. and i'm like oh yeah that's right he loves to do this yeah uh i mean super you have fucking uh slither all all of his stuff i mean like you, you, a lot of it gets in that into um uh brightburn as well uh so be cautious of that it is a good movie but it does have some gory shit into it yeah, um, that's why i had so much trouble with the boys i'm still making my way through season one i okay. can only do little bits at a time yeah yeah there's there's some elements like this one was more brightly lit the suicide squad movie was more brightly lit mm-hmm. and so the gore to me felt really cheap at times uh but i watch a lot of horror films so yeah it, it's a different story with that. This is like, you know, cheap CGI blood. Okay. Here's some stuff. Here's this, here's that. Um, but yeah, I kind of figured like you or John wouldn't necessarily like as much gore that they put into it because they do put a crazy amount of gore in it, but it's a James yeah. Gunn film. I kind of expected it. I've watched almost every single one of his films, including the guardians films, but yeah, um, I, I should have, but yeah. I, it's been so long since he's done a non DC or non Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, guy got to start oh, with trauma film, so I'm not like gonna go at the gore or anything. Cause again, yeah. it also didn't bother me. It was just the, the movie felt about half an hour too long. And it, it just, it, it lacked in something. It, just seemed like he wanted to, to play on the the title Suicide Squad and have a bunch of people kill, which suicide they're I mean, they're technically not killing themselves. So it's a suicide mission, the suicide mission. But that's I'm again, uh, is it? By definition, with suicide, they're killing themselves and they're just doing a mission that happens to kill a lot of them. Isn't that what a suicide mission is? I mean, they could be called the Kamikaze Squad. There. <laughs> the, it's got some negative connotations in a couple places, but yeah. I mean, so, so what? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on the film i i i'd suggest if people are okay with gore go ahead and watch the film like uh we watched it so before we let our kid watch it because he's watched the first one so he liked that but he also watched the pg-13 version of the first one that's what i think if i were to see this on tv with the tv edit Mm. i might have more fun with it i don't know if it'll go on to a TV network with how much gore is it? and maybe sci-fi. If sci-fi they put Deadpool 2 on TV, so and they cut a lot of the stuff out. This this they'd be cutting sections out of. <laughs> and, and some of the better visually appealing things in this are when unfortunately gore is happening for some people. So um like the visual, the visual of King Shark tearing the guy in half. It's actually yeah. really cool looking. But even that's also in the cheap. trailer, so you don't even need to watch. Yeah, it. yeah. Because they don't show like a 
blood just everywhere or anything like that in the trailer. Um, yeah, so I'm. I would recommend just checking it out, but don't get your hopes up for it. I've heard other people tell me that they've really enjoyed a lot of the different stuff from it and yeah, all this and, and that. So it, uh, it is enjoyable to a certain crowd. Um, know, uh, close yeah. friend of the show, Austin Mosier, he's uh, he got pretty not happy with me on my review. <laughs> you reviewed it? Yeah, well, I put a post on Facebook about it. and Oh. I hid it from you because I didn't want you to see it. Oh, gotcha. I was going to say. You can see it now if you want, but. He, um, it's not public. None of you can see it. Just Mike and John. He uh, anyone else I'm friends with. <laughs> he uh, texted me last night because he had watched it at home and then he watched it in theaters too. Said it was better to watch in theaters, which I'm sure it is, especially That's for the visuals. Like every movie. <laughs> um, seeing Starro on a big screen is probably mm. really cool. So I just didn't have time to check this one out in theaters, and I pay for HBO Max already, so it just logically. It's it seemed to do this. There's a bunch of other movies in theaters I really want to watch, like The Green Knight. I really want to watch that. Um, they have oh, what's what's that other one I just saw drop? No, don't you dare do that. Oh, he's yelling at his cat. Just chewing on my damn mic cord. Pita, Pita, come and get. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's a bunch of new movies coming out. Uh, I mean, Stillwater with Matt Damon. I want to see that. Um, and the Green Knight. Eternals. What? Eternals? I'm just naming off the upcoming Marvel movies. Oh. Uh, Escape Room 2 is coming out. I want to go see that in theaters. Snake Eyes is out. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that, good or bad. I have heard some stuff, but mm. I'm not a G.I. Joe yeah. fan, so I don't feel like I can... Honestly, tell people. I oh, got, what if is out today? Well, well, uh, two days ago. Whence this comes out? Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, Forever Purge is coming out too, or is out? Is I, sh- I think it is out. That's one you should watch, Tivis. All the Purge movies, if you love gore so much. <laughs> I'm curious, but the uh, first one is uh, good. Ghostbusters is coming out. Yes. Unless Sony delays it, like they may have done with Venom too. Yeah, they did. They just put up this fall. They didn't give a fucking date. <laughs> Which it was um, supposed to be out in like 41 days once this drops. Yeah. Well, real quick. Holy shit. We're running almost three hours. I didn't realize that. Yeah, um, I was kind of worried. I don't know. You got a short amount of time today. I canceled other stuff today. So. Oh, okay. Because I have to pick up kids too. Um. So real quick. You want to talk Black Widow real quick? Just skim. I love how Black you like Widow. It. Awesome. Like, we're not going to deep dive into it, but no. I fucking love that movie. Okay. I I enjoyed it. Um, didn't have any thing wrong with it that I found that a lot of the internet has complained about, um, yeah, well, which is usually the, the same bullshit. So, and then um, we never talked about Loki. Oh, Loki. But we have that ending to Loki. I I will tell you this right now. The episode I liked the most was the episode before the last episode when they're in the void and you get all the Mm -hmm. Lokis and shit like that. Yeah, I enjoyed that because it was reference fucking 
after reference after reference. My favorite Easter egg in anything, the Thanos copter. Thanos copter, yeah. And you get Throg. That was awesome. Uh, For people who don't know who Throg is, he's a frog version of Thor, basically. And for people who don't know what the Thanos copter is, it's a yellow helicopter with Thanos written on the side that Thanos drives for... Used to no inexplicable reason. Used to drive back in the day. Yeah. In the <laughs> for to get one around. <laughs> um and then it's like there the was... spider mobile. There's no point to it, but they did it anyway. Or Hulk's helicopter. So, he had a helicopter. So they hint at something in that episode too. That the old Loki tells him, you know, well, when Thanos came to kill me, I projected myself and then I dipped out basically and they hit on a planet so basically what that says tells me anyways is our Loki in our universe could potentially still be alive just hidden and now that the Mm. multiverse is opened up I don't I don't know he if could, that's. I think if we get Loki back, it's going to be Loki from the TV show. I don't know, man. I don't know. I th- I think that would be ideal, especially because the multiverse is Although opened it, up now. It, if old man Loki shows up in a movie <clears throat> just inexplicably, I would love that too because he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Or well, Gator Loki. Let's get Florida Loki. <laughs> I would like a kid Loki film. That'd be cool. See him in the, the only Loki who wins. Right. Um I um shit. I'm I'm forgetting stuff now that I was gonna say on it. But yeah, I I like that. And uh I liked President Loki showing up. Um yeah. not many people know about that. Well, unless you've read read the comics in the past few years or so. <clears throat> President Loki is there. Um, which was really cool. Uh, Tom Hilston still plays him, which is awesome. So, um, so what did you think about the series as a whole? Because you did, get the last episode with the big reveal of what's going on for real and yeah, shit. Uh, for me, it definitely hit the ground running. Like mm. from right off the bat, it skyrocketed above WandaVision as my favorite Disney Plus show so far. With the and, damn paperweights. <laughs> yeah. That pissed like, half oh, the internet off. <laughs> oh man, dude. That it was a fun ride. I loved like everything I predicted that was gonna happen happened by episode two. So I'm like, all right, we got like four episodes to go. Where the mm. fuck are we going? Yeah. So that definitely helped. Uh you know, it, and I'm probably more hyped for this phase of films than I have been since probably phase two. Mm. You know, just off the back of that amazing Avengers movie. Uh, so that would have been what? Iron Man three. three. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, I, you know, the MCU is alive and kicking in my brain. Yeah, a lot of people say the MCU is dead. Um, but every time the MCU drops something new, they say it's it, this killed it or this killed it or this killed it. I'm like, okay, so how many times can it die? <laughs> well, yeah, I equate sorry, that. Sorry, John, because I know say- you're one of those people. But what the fuck? How many times can it die on me? 
that the same amount of people say the same thing about Fortnite, and that game is going like fucking strong as hell. Oh, you just wait. Once I have the know-how to take down their servers, I'm gonna make sure that fucking game doesn't work anymore. But I can be Thanos now. Oh, so what? You could also be Loki too. I heard. Yeah, mm. yeah, I got him. Oh, and they just added Bloodsport. Gay. <laughs> yeah i yeah i'm just super fucking excited like oh man i can't wait i i'm actually kind of glad that a lot of these stuff this stuff got delayed till after loki Mm. because it makes more sense narrative wise but at the same time it's like oh just get here already yeah I, um, I can't believe we got to get through Shang-Chi and Eternals before we see any repercussions from any of these Shang- shows. Shang-Chi is a very awesome character in the comics. He like is. I've I've read several and I have a buddy who who focused on Shang-Chi, Iron Fist, Doctor Strange. I I know that's completely different, but like he focuses on a lot of those ones and like he is so fucking hyped for this, man. And I'm and just the fact sad that, that some people Doctor Strange got delayed so long. Yeah. But the fact that some people are out there like saying it's just it's pandering, it's a pandering move by Disney to do Shang-Chi. I'm like, have you never read a Shang-Chi comic? Like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Do you not know of the son of Fu Manchu? <laughs> uh that's not gonna be in in uh in the movies. No, they're not doing that. <laughs> I don't think they have the, the rights nope. to do that. <laughs> Just like uh, Leviathan is not Godzilla anymore in Marvel. Mm. <laughs> and Machine Man is not connected to uh, Space Odyssey. <laughs> who who did they... Did they redo his dad in the comics? So I'm sure I think they just I think have never mentioned him again. The they just call him your dad or whatever. Okay. They're vague. Very vague. Um, cause I know they had to stop mm-hmm. doing that <laughs> a while oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm hyped to see what they do like with all these characters, man. Like, and the Eternals like apparently does take place after Endgame. Um, unless yeah, no. it takes place yeah. throughout time too. It might take place throughout time, but it, yeah. in the trailer, it referenced, Captain America and Iron Man being dead. I'm thinking like the first quarter of the movie, we might see little bits and pieces throughout the Do first, you know, three phases or before. So in the comics, Thanos's parents, Thanos, Thanos, uh, was his parents were uh, Eternals. Yep. Are they doing that with this now, or are we still under the assumption he's just from Titan? And his parents were on Titan and they died. It's hard to say because, I mean, Star-Lord is Thanos' nephew in the comics. Mm-hmm. And they just completely changed that. So it could go either direction. I would love for it to be in there because then they could reference Thanos and be <laughs> like, um, yeah, our son was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing too. Uh, Thanos is kind of like a, a mutant or a deviant. Yeah, he's like a, a basically like um, a mutation. He's yeah. He's the the bad kind of his people. 
<laughs> everyone else is supposed to be pretty because his brother's pretty. It's supposed to be really pretty. Um, yeah, what this, was his, his brother's, brother's name? Problematic. What was his brother's name? Uh, uh, fuck me. Hang on, I forget. Um, but yeah, like Eros. Okay, yeah, which he becomes a, he's a good guy, if I remember correctly, because he helps fight Thanos several times. Yeah. Uh, also known as Star Fox. Mm. Yes, yeah, Star Fox. That's where I remember the name Star Fox. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Eternals, what they do with Shang-Chi, um, because they're going to dive deeper into the Ten Rings. So that'll be fun. What do you think? I'm curious. It's interesting because we actually see one of the comic rings in um, uh, either Iron Man or Iron Man 3. No, not 3. It had to be an Iron Man with the 10 rings that capture him because the leader of that camp had one of the 10 rings, like yeah. the comic version. But now in this movie, they're completely different. So might, might uh, play into the Loki thing. It it could or they're just gonna be like you know that's just he happened to have a ring that was stylized that way yeah or maybe it was just like your your 10 rings you're one of the tribes so here's one ring we have 10 different you know mm -hmm. could be something like that um yeah i'm interested to see how they twist that story around will we see uh ben kingsley again um because they break him out God, of prison I, hope so. I think so yeah all hail the king yeah so i'm interested to see what they do with it i'm interested to see uh everything that they fucking do with the outcome from loki and uh female loki uh lady sylvie. loki uh sylvie yeah it's lady loki fuck you <laughs> enchantress <sighs> everything um with with uh, her decision to kill, um, what were we calling him? He was just because it wasn't uh, the one that remained. The one that remained, yeah. That's the only name they've given him. Okay, which uh, is a variant of King the Conqueror mm -hmm. for people that don't know that story yet. Which I mean, if you watch the episode, you fucking should by now. He literally says, "I've been called Conqueror before and shit." Um, and we will possibly see him in a lot of movies coming up potentially uh ant-man for sure uh ant-man uh, and the quantum -Man, mania doctor strange uh possibly spider-man depending on what the fuck is, is going on with that film the doctor strange film what's that is he gonna be in the doctor strange film he might uh multiverse of madness we might get a cameo maybe or a version of him yeah not necessarily the conqueror finally since this apparently wasn't him. Who? Amortis. It's the uh, the mm. good version. Yeah. Um, I know this is going to piss a lot of people off, but like the uh, the one that, yeah, one who remains, he who remains or whatever. Um, as, as he said, no matter what you fucking do, 
we're just going to end up back in this predicament anyways. So uh, I'm interested uh, to see what they do with that. Like that show was so <clears throat> meta and it was just uh, the, the stuff that was taken from comic obscurity, like, mm-hmm. uh, well, did I don't want to say too much. Cause it's, a, it's a show. I know we already kind of spoiled the spoiled ending, but it. it's a show you definitely should watch. Like, holy shit. If you're a comic mm-hmm. fan, yeah. It is a treasure trove of forgotten stuff from the 60s, 70s. Uh stupid things like the the Hel- Thanos copter. Uh, they even <laughs> reference Tony Stark's tech in Endgame. The time travel thing, the watch. Yeah. Yeah. His watch. He who remains his watch thing is like Tony Stark's quantum you- time traveler thing. If you notice on his shelf of trophies, there's a helmet. There's an Iron Man helmet. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm spoiling. I don't fucking care. They should have <laughs> watched it by now. <laughs> oh, man. It's this. It's so good. But, <laughs> but he also, Kang anyways, also in the comics looked and used Stark's tech and stuff in the future. Mm-hmm. That's how he learned how to do stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the young Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, one of the younger Kings, uh, went back in time and joined the Avengers. And, um, was it a young King or was it like a clone? I forget. Uh, it was a young King. Yeah. Cause, okay. So people who don't like time travel stuff, this is like my wife, this is going to annoy the hell out of you, but Kang has split his, timeline so much that he actually takes a younger version of himself to train to be a future conqueror yeah who ends up becoming iron lad right yeah he rebels yeah which he fucking looks awesome as iron lad by the way yeah he does (laughs) um and that's because again he really admires tony stark and shit like that if we got an iron lad and an iron heart together that would be fucking awesome, dude. I hope because I'm down that, for that little bit of comic spoiler, but the Iron Lad doesn't survive long. He he's gone pretty quick. Don't care if that <laughs> happens in this uh, series. Give it to that kid from Iron Man three. Bring him back. Oh, ooh, yeah, because we saw him grown up more. And I, I the assume funeral. that's why we showed him at the funeral, because it's like, why else would you show him? Because Continuity. everyone was like, who the fuck is he anyways? Yeah, I didn't recognize him because <laughs> he doesn't look anything like he did a few years. No, you know, that's like the thing about prior. kids. They change. Yeah. That's what happens with runaways. There's a uh, <clears> one <throat> of the actors. She's supposed to be playing like the younger of all of them mm-hmm. in between season one and two. The actress gets taller than all of them combined, but she's still supposed to act like the young kid. And it just messes with your mind. But it's awesome. Well, the girl also um, the main actress, sorry, from Freaky, the uh, Vince Vaughn film, Mm -hmm. uh, body switching serial killer film. Um, the main actress in that Catherine Newton, I think is her name. Is that what it says? Yes. Catherine Newton. She, I believe she got cast as Cassidy, uh, to replace the girl from Endgame. Oh, 
<clears throat> for yeah. uh, for the Ant Man film. So they're yeah. casting her. So I'm guessing she's going to be a long term character as well. Um, they got to do a young ju- uh, uh, young uh, Avengers. They right? have to be leading there. They just <clears throat> haven't announced it. So of all the characters, and this is going to sound crazy. I want Marvel to do a two movie thing. It could be three movies, four movies. I don't care. I want two movies with Hyperion. Now, if people don't know who Hyperion is, he's like fucking Superman, except for he's bad. Um, I want the first movie to be showing him just like Superman. I want a fucking Marvel Superman movie with Hyperion. And the second one to show him transform into being an evil dickhead that he truly is and comes out and says, oh, yeah, I killed my planet and all that shit, too. <laughs> like, I want that to happen. One, because I want Marvel to show DC up on Superman. <laughs> and two, I really think it would be a cool way to show. It's like, especially for people who don't know who, who he is. It's like we get a really cool hero film, and then the next one is him as a villain. And that would be really cool. It it, it would answer people's questions. What happens if Superman turned bad? Well, this is what would happen. (laughs) So that's that's one of my dream movies set up that I want Marvel to do, but they won't ever do that. So you got anything else for me? Uh, Jungle Cruise was all right. <laughs> all right. So everybody, I want you guys to all go to facebook.com slash Operation Babble and add us as a uh, follower, I think is what you do on Facebook. Um, like us. Say, like us. Yes. Thank you. And uh, same thing uh, on Twitter at Operation Babble. And also join the Facebook group so we can yes. you know, come uh, chat with us. Facebook group is Operation Babble um, group, I believe, is what we call it. Or just type in Operation Babble into Facebook and it should pop up. Um, and if you don't want to do that, there are going to be links in the description below for YouTube and in the description uh, as well on any podcast servicing site that you are listening to us on Um, as well as checking out our previous series. The last four episodes were movies. They want you to forget where we talked about justice league of America. Um, uh, uh, Fantastic four, Roger Corman's fantastic four. Uh, I'm trying to remember in order. Um, Nick Fury. Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then the fourth one was uh, next, our Generation, Generation X, X, which is the first ever uh, X-Men universe live action film done. Um, so check those out and uh, let us know what you think about those. And this was a long show and I apologize, but this was so check much out our fucking merch store. fun. Yes, check out the merch Buy store. a shirt that Mike is wearing. An Operation Babble shirt. We have more shirts on there, too. More shirts coming as well. Um, hmm. 
This was really fun, actually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tivis, thank you for putting up with me rambling on about random stuff uh, this week. I enjoyed it. It's been a long time, so... This yeah, is, we gotta get back into the swing fine. of things. Then um, John has got to get back from vacation. Yeah. So next week we won't be as long. I I promise. Well, I'm not gonna promise. I hope because I've a busy bee and I shouldn't have even done it this long this week. But it was fun just talking about shit and uh actually talking. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, John. Um with that said, Tivis, what did you think of today's show? I liked it. Awesome. Also, Tivis. But I do miss John. Also, Tivis, what did you think of all the movies we talked about? <laughs> I loved it. Awesome. <laughs> With that said, guys, again, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And hopefully, eventually, I will set up an Instagram because apparently that's where all you young kids are. Um, and I'll post pictures. They're on reels. Stuff. What's that? It's the Instagram TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm not my wife's addicted to. And yeah, I hate it. Uh, with that said, guys, (laughs) I am going to quote, uh, I'm not sure who said this. I'm not sure who said this. I believe it is Bloodsport says this in the Suicide Squad movie directed by James Gunn said to the Peacemaker or Peacemaker. And this can go to a lot of you people out there in this world right now. I think liberty is your excuse to do whatever you want. Have a good day, guys. Pieces. Later. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch every episode of Operation Babel on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babel. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babel group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.